1: again let's hear it again for our patreon supporters
2: <laughs> one more time
1: oh <laughs> uh, welcome uh, back everybody to another star-studded edition of rabbit and red southern takeover <laughs> uh star-studded without the stars maybe uh maybe we're seeing stars uh that could be
2: it uh, um, not yet hopefully i will be in a little bit been a long but yeah, day.
1: a lot. Uh, been a long day and uh, and an eventful last uh, week for the network. We're not going to talk any uh, about <laughs> yep. that, but uh, but we're still here and Rabbit and Red is still going to keep delivering quality entertainment for you. Uh,
2: I don't know. We can't really say quality out. or quantity, but hell, we're here. You get what you get. <laughs>
1: We're we're here, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: we're spending our time with you,
2: exactly. And the beer, of course, the beer.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> hey, Mister Nanders is already in the house. I think he's here before us almost every day. I mean, he's he's a punctual son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> he's he's more punctual than we are, isn't he? <laughs>
1: He's like Jesus Christ. When are these guys going to start? And then he remembers that Mike's producing tonight. So,
2: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it feels good just to uh, sit down. I've been on my feet all day. I started the remodel on the house
1: today. I hear you, buddy. But uh, oh, I saw on the uh, Book of Faces, our sister show, uh, Ne'er Do Wells. Uh, they they have the new tavern is erected. And I saw uh, that. Back in business. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations, <clears throat> that <is> guys. Awesome. <laughs> Mr. Like Davis says, you're late, fuckers. Late. Yes. No, Mike's late. We were here.
2: <laughs> we're always late.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh Trav, did, speaking of which, uh, did you get a chance to check out uh, Helvira yet?
2: No, I haven't. Couldn't um, find the 26 gonna... minutes, huh? No, nope, not yet. I'm gonna try to catch it here this coming week.
1: Yeah, it, I watched it. I loved it. Uh, really, Morgan, you—you you, man, you've created an iconic character there. It's—I uh, see nothing but great things uh, ahead for uh, the character of Hellfire.
2: It looks pretty cool. I just haven't got a chance to catch it yet.
1: Uh, I'm just waiting now for the Mr. Nanners uh, spinoff, just with the sock puppet.
2: That, that could be interesting.
1: Hell, throw him in the next Muppet movie.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Hey, we can get Nick Foley as a special guest, and then if he does that.
1: Nick Foley? Yeah, why He can come yeah, in with his sock
2: puppet. They can Uh-oh. have a sock puppet match. <laughs>
1: ah, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what have you been watching the last <laughs> last week, Trav? Because you have, like me, you have all kinds of spare time on your hand um, hands, I'm sure. Oh, yes. oh,
2: actually, I've caught a few new werewolf movies that were surprisingly I'm glad damn somebody good. did.
1: Uh, so, okay, yeah,
2: they uh, really surprised me. they both of them will be on the list this week. Um, cool, cool. You know, there's, I haven't seen a werewolf movie that really surprised me, that made me really enjoy the film in probably a good four or five years or better. You know, it seems like it's just one of the movies, and I love them, it seems like that's just one of them that they never do pick up on. You know, I don't like the looks of the werewolf, or and I hate a werewolf that's yeah. all CGI, you know.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like Bigfoot <clears throat> movies, man. There there are a lot yeah. more misses than there are hits.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: And I hate that because I love Bigfoot movies, just like I love Werewolf movies, but we yep. get so many, or so few good quality ones.
2: Oh, I know. That's kind of a bummer.
1: I mean, it seemed like in the 80s, they were just cranking them out one after another, though. Yes. The good quality ones, I mean.
2: Yeah. Um, I did catch uh, Joe Bob's, one that I'd never seen, uh, The Necromancer.
1: <laughs> uh i i didn't make it to the, the second movie I, I shut it off at the first uh at right before it started we watched uh yeah. the uh first film on uh joe bob's vicious valen- vicious vegas valentine and joe yep. bob the guy's almost 70 years old now but he still brings it every time oh yeah He got a love the time. guy he knows his shit and he, he make he, he could make fucking paper mache look interesting. Not that it's yeah, not exactly interesting. I, I could have thought of a better <clears throat> analogy. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he did, of all things, the first movie, uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, which I yeah. watched one time when I was a teenager and just thought it was pretty well god-awful. And Joe Bob, even though he didn't like it very much, he made me, lots. for some reason, I liked it yeah. this time with his commentary. Well, it's,
2: it's the first time I've watched it. I remember seeing it at the movie store, and it was one of them that had the box art, you know, just kind of looking, Yeah, I'm not going to rent that one. You yeah, know, I and passing I waited it by so long, it several times.
1: like Joe Bob had said about it, with, with the subtitle, Eric's Revenge, it sounded like a sequel, and I didn't want to watch it yeah. without seeing the original. And uh, the, I mean, he hit the nail on the head with that because I mean, I, I that that yep. was my main reason for not watching it. Uh, whenever I well, to my late teens, uh, I always passed it up because I never could find the original. And it turns out that was the original. So, but it's it yep. still, oh wow. The, the only thing that really I think it's just nostalgia. Uh, the reason I enjoyed it this time, uh, just because it's like a time capsule of. 80s mall mall
3: culture
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah which, and uh, n- none of the stores are there anymore you know all uh, the yeah, stores that they much, they were yeah, actual stores all of
1: them are gone yeah
2: yeah they shot yeah, it in an actual mall, a real mall actual yeah stores yeah uh the same mall that chopping mall was filmed in yeah
1: i saw that. that's awesome i had no idea
2: <laughs> i didn't either but uh
1: which i we need to do a mall episode there we go <laughs> Yeah, for for two hillbillies that have spent probably less time in the mall than any of our viewers, we need to do a mall episode.
2: I have probably spent at least an hour and ten minutes in a mall in the malls in <laughs>
3: my whole life. So yeah, <laughs>
1: See, I got lucky uh, of the summers when I'd go down to uh, Dallas, Texas, and uh, spend the summer with uh, my dad. Uh, he would take us to the the huge town East mall in, uh, the Dallas Fort worth area. And that thing, it was three stories. And I mean, you could walk all day through that thing. Yeah. And, uh, of course that was back in the, uh, the late eighties, early nineties, all those great shops were still open. Uh, yep. I can't think of any of them right now, but what was it before GameStop? Do you remember? Um, the big game store. But they had that. <laughs> I
2: can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. It was mainly Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega. Is about all Sega. they had in there, yeah. yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Ah, I... Mr.
1: Nanners. KB Toys. I remember KB Toys. Yeah, at the mall. Yeah, yep. they had one of those. Oh, yeah. KB the... Toys. Um, uh, they had one uh, that just had nothing but board games. Yeah. I can't remember the name, but it was awesome. They had
2: board games, oh, role-playing like, games. You know, and every mall you went into had a Sears store in it, you know? Every one of them. I think, hey, there.
1: I think they still had Spencer's back then. Spencer's is still around. Really?
2: Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised they're still there, you know, just to be a novelty shop. That's like Hastings. I really miss Hastings. You know, you don't really oh, know, realize yes. how much you that, that miss was... something until it's gone.
1: Oh, no shit. Yeah, we, we had a Hastings in... And... Not in our little small town, but the the city closest to us where we both work. And uh, we would go to Hastings. I mean, that that was like an event when you got to go to Hastings. Yeah. Because we didn't have any other entertainment stores.
2: It was kind of like a giant Spencer's, only with movies and CDs and music and everything. You could rent
1: movies, buy movies, comic books, novelties, I mean, uh, movie memorabilia. Yeah. Yeah, really miss. It. And they they just remodeled it and made it bigger and better. Yeah. Like what like 2 years before they went out two or 3 years before they yep. went out of business?
2: Yep. Everything was so damn high in there, you couldn't afford much, but it was still neat to But go it, in there. it was
1: like going in a museum. You'd go in there, you, yeah. you know, you just you just went in there to look around for hours.
2: Oh yeah, you could find like action figures that have not been made in years, and they'd have a couple of them. You know, it was pretty, pretty wild, pretty cool. Well, it wasn't a little store, pretty cool big store. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we grew up with that's just a thing of the past now. Well, the mall's not even there anymore. Remember, there used to be that little strip mall in uh, Popper Bluff, and now it's just a storefront. I guess yep. you could still call that a strip mall. But uh, what was that? Mansion Mall.
1: Yep. Well, it's yep. still yeah. There's still a bunch of stores there, but
2: yeah, but, but yeah, it used to be a mall. Yeah, I know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, it was, used to it be a mall. Was, you went you in, walked and and in, movie was, theater. And...
1: It was just one story, but you you walked. Yeah, through, there were shops all along the inside. Now it's just storefronts all along the front. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah, it's things. Things change with age.
1: <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I'll drink mm-hmm. to that. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. But yeah, definitely have to do them all. Episode in the future. Yep.
2: That uh, we'll get Mr. we'll
1: get Mr. Nanners on. I'm sure Morgan would love to ha- have his first podcast uh, be with us because he is. Go. I know, I know, he's chomping at the bits to be on a podcast.
2: <laughs> we can have him all.
1: Or at the very least, Mr. Nanners. That work. He could always do the uh, Kanye, you know, uh, or the the Michael Yee, and uh, and wear a uh, ski mask.
2: <laughs> yeah, you and Crystal will have to watch uh, the second part of Joe Bob's for Valentine Valentine's Day.
1: I, I've never seen uh, Necromantic. And,
2: I had uh, either. Be, sh- be sure and take your skeleton to bed with you that night make it it interesting (laughs) Uh, I
1: ought to crawl up there and get him hang on
2: oh damn he's setting up there high now
1: (laughs) 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 yeah Uh, but yeah have you watched anything else because honestly I've not watched shit in the last week I have not had the
2: time I have but now I'm kind of drawing a blank or I have not had enough beer yet. Um Mainly just the two werewolf movies that really caught me and caught me off guard that I really enjoyed. Um I'm trying to think there was another one that I watched. I can't remember what the hell it was now. <laughs> oh. I think I worked too much today and didn't drink enough.
1: Well, uh, what's everybody else been watching? And by everybody, I mean Morgan, because I think he's the only one here. And Mike, and I'm not even sure Mike's here.
2: Oh, did watch the, uh, oh, what the hell's the name of it? The remake of, uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the name of it anyway. It's like a little musical that my daughter absolutely fell in love with. So I've seen it five freaking times now. I can't even remember the name of it now, but I can hear, I can hear the little British girl singing her heart out on all of it.
1: <laughs> what the fuck are you doing?
2: Me? Getting a beer.
1: Oh, going after <laughs> a beer, yeah. I should have yep. known. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <coughs> Oh, I don't have the upright down here anymore. I put the chest down here, so. Oh, I gotta use a damn blanket in the basement tonight. It's kind of cool down here. I didn't build a yeah. fire tonight. Too damn warm outside nice today,
1: though. Yeah. Oh,
2: gorgeous! Absolutely gorgeous day. I would have much rather spent the day riding around. Drinking a few beer on the side-by-side cruising around, but I had to get started on this remodel. Went and spent a small fortune at the Menards. Mm
3: -hmm, So, mm -hmm.
2: now I should be good to go. And I got three weeks to get all the shit done, so I should have plenty of time. Oh, burning up all my vacation days.
1: Yeah, still going with that, huh?
2: Yep. Yep, I start the new career the March 20th. So
1: so you'll have way more time to podcast then, right?
2: I won't have to get up at 4 a.m. anymore, so the later night shows are not going to be near as painful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I can't do that. Like, on the nights <laughs> we do ne'er-do-wells, I'm... I'm dragging ass the next oh, day. Oh,
2: dude, it, we did our one, and then the next night come on and done new air duels when they had me guest. And oh <laughs> shit, them two nights in a row. And of course, my dumb ass went to the frozen mugs, and then I had some frozen mug stage. And oh, they were going down good. Yeah, it didn't. That didn't fare too well <laughs> the next day.
1: I was running so behind today. I didn't even have a chance to wash my mug since last week. So, oh,
2: you peed in it, didn't you? You're on your own yeah, sterile. Well, that so.
1: sterilizes it, yeah. yeah you're good. As yeah.
2: long as nobody else drinks out of your mouth I'm, I'm
1: going to pretend that's never happened before either.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well.
2: Where's my notes?
1: Shall we get Girl. into...
3: I think we shall. <clears throat> Yeah.
1: Now, before we we start our favorites, what what is the first werewolf movie you remember seeing? Because I want to say Silver Bullet was mine.
2: Silver Bullet wasn't my first, but it was one of my favorites. Um, actually, it was The Howling. It was one of my first ones that I remember seeing, as far as a actual horror werewolf movie. Uh, watching with dad and i remember the transformation absolutely scared the shit out of me because it was the first time we'd ever seen anything like that you know on tv
1: yeah uh silver bullet i remember and the, the werewolf it, it was just the uh what you didn't see i think in silver bullet yeah. once you got once you got to the reveal which as a kid i still thought you know like uh yeah seven or eight year it old kid your, uh, yeah I, I still thought it was cool then but uh yeah it was as i got older i was like well
2: werewolf you know can't that. move his head you know just basically it looks like a puppet on top of a guy's shoulders you know yeah, yeah they wasn't that great but the movie itself you know yeah so what some of your the- not so favorite movies werewolf movies Oh God! not make it on the list. There's a ton of those.
1: <coughs> yeah, I I, I didn't. E- I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> I didn't prepare for a worse stuff. I should have, uh, but uh, I don't know. I mean, there are worse ones, but the first thing that comes to mind is Skinwalkers, maybe mainly because I thought it had a really good trailer when it was coming out, and I I, I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be like the second coming of werewolf movies. And, yeah. and then the, although the practical effects were pretty good in it, the, the story was just very lackluster and, uh, and yeah, I, I could pass. See, I
2: kind of liked that one. I kind of liked yeah. that one. I thought it was kind of fun. Not so much here. The, uh, I do agree part of it where they, I forgot. Well, I can't even remember the whole, story plot. They had to do they had to kill that kid before the uh before a certain time frame or an eclipse or something happened. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But it's yeah. forgettable.
1: The plot was forgettable. Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: it is forgettable. Did have good special decent special effects.
1: Yeah, yeah. Werewolf the the people. werewolves, the transformations were cool and uh
2: I think the biggest thing on it, too, is everybody was hyping it up so big it was supposed to be the next Howling, you know, was how they were kind of, mm-hmm. you know, advertising. Well, it's kind
1: of it like was, every time they come out with a new Shark movie and try to hype it up as the next Jaws. There's never going to be a oh, yeah. next Jaws. And, yeah, and
2: then the, you know, like the, the what is people it, 47? 47...
1: When promoters do it, yeah, the, uh, yeah, uh, 47 meters down.
2: Yeah, the first one was good. Yeah. And the second. Yeah, the third, it was. Then the fourth. Then the fifth. I mean. How many movies can many you have make they made? Are, Oh, there's like I've three only or seen four the first of them, I think. There's three or four of them, I think. I may be confusing some of them that's knockoffs that aren't exactly 47 meters either, but I think and there's at the least first three one 47 is good. meters.
1: I enjoyed the first one. It's no Jaws. Of course, like I said, nothing's ever going to be Jaws. No,
2: no, there's no way. Even if they remade Jaws, I don't see it being near as good as the original. Because the original kind of. It stands up against time. My kids can watch it and hey, like it.
1: Hell yeah! And and don't get me wrong, I I would love to see somebody prove me wrong. Nothing would make me happier than oh, to yeah. sit down and watch this shark movie and say, "Wow, this is as good as Jaws, or even close."
2: Same here. Yeah, <clears throat> i frog in my throat tonight. Um, so. You want to start us off with your number ten code?
1: Uh number ten. I don't know. I've I've went back and forth on this list uh, several times. Um, I don't know. Um, see, I, I a lot of these are near and dear to me, so I I, I hate to to rank them. Yeah. like that. I uh, but I guess with. Uh, for uh, my number ten, I'll go with 2014's late phases. Yep, I like that one. The the werewolf effects, like I said, once they showed the full werewolf, and as the, so many, just like I said, like I was saying, just like with Bigfoot movies, as they uh, when they they finally give the reveal in in, in the mm-hmm. third act, sometimes the second act uh, of of the creature, a lot of times it just really takes away from it me and this this movie was the same you know i was i was fully invested until we saw the uh
2: poodle werewolves
1: um yeah and uh but well, that being said it, it was
2: different types of werewolves than that if i remember too it's like the female one was were- kind of the poodle looking werewolf and then the uh because you had the original werewolf and then remember he started turning all the others to try to cover his tracks and take out the blind veteran to help him do yeah. that yeah the yeah, dude from stakeland
1: a... uh dimitri yeah. something earlier
2: yeah nick nick uh Dem- Demisi, i think
1: yeah which i think yeah didn't he either write or direct stakeland too i think he was a co-writer if i
2: remember right
1: yeah but uh, i mean he's been very active for years in the in the uh, horror genre
2: Yes, yes, I like his acting really good. Well, I remember when I first saw this one, I think it was, I think I caught it on Shudder. It was either Shudder or Netflix. And, uh, yeah, I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, this guy's blind. I'm like, oh, well, this isn't going to be much of a movie. How the hell is a blind guy going to stack up against a freaking werewolf, you know? And
1: fucking Ruger him. Hauer, yeah. blind fear. Oh, yeah,
2: oh, yeah, but that's Ruger Hauer, you know? But yeah, I was watching uh, this and I'm correct. like, yeah, but Which ba- they keep it interesting. I was I was impressed by the way this movie played out. This is actually my number Nick, 5.
1: Nick Dimitri, uh, Dimitri whatever the hell his name is, he basically is the poor man's root gerhar I would I would give him that title.
2: Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, that was. But uh, the
1: Stakeland films, both of them. I, I wish they'd do a third one. I haven't heard anything. Oh, they I were it, they were talking about it for a while, and then but, and then I haven't heard anything yeah. about it for for some time. But even the the sequel, uh, uh Two, the Stakelander, uh, which brought back the original cast, uh, it was a sci fi original, and I thought, oh god, they're going to butcher the That's shit yeah. out of this being a sci fi original, and it was surprisingly a good film. I thought.
2: Well, if you remember, I put it off forever because it was a sci-fi original. And then you felt, like, oh, yeah. no, Travis, it ain't that bad. And I finally watched it. But, yeah, it just, I hate how they edited it, you know, with it being a sci-fi original, you know, no gore, yeah. nothing like that. But, yeah, well, hell, Nick's got to be getting, he's got to be in his late 60s now, doesn't he? I
1: i have no idea. I mean, he wasn't a young guy when they did Stakeland. Stakeland was, what, like 2010?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's been several years ago.
3: Several uh, years. Yeah. Ago.
1: Speaking of which, yeah, okay, what, is that not a mind fuck to say when you say 2010 and now you can say that several years ago?
2: Oh, it's a mind fucking a half. <laughs> I still look back at 97 and 99 is not that yeah, long ago, like, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, just
1: yesterday, what? yeah.
2: <laughs> and then you hear Metallica playing on a classic rock station. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Getting old. All the gray coming in. But yeah, I just and I like too on the late phases how they tapped into him being blind, how his other senses were keen, a lot more keener than you and I's, you know, like his smell and his and his hearing.
1: Like blind fury <laughs> meets werewolves.
2: Yeah. Well that's how he figured out who the werewolf was because the werewolf had a little bit of a a strange breathing, rhythmic breathing, and he went. I think it was the dude chain smoked or something, didn't he? And he got to running around town, which wasn't like him because he didn't like do himself. And then was able to key in on who he suspected the killer was from his breathing patterns.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: it, it was. It, it was smart writing. Uh, I'll give them that. Mm-hmm.
2: It was. I mean, it, well... Which of so werewolf, Lane, when you like think bullshit. about it. Oh, yeah. And, uh... But it's solid riding and I liked... I liked the werewolf. I mean, they weren't my favorite, but... At least they weren't all CGI, you know? Uh-oh. He locked up on the code. Maybe he'll be back in just a second, folks. Got that cute little grin on him right there. Look at the little squishy cheeks there. <laughs> well, this may be an interesting show by myself. Boom, 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 boom. Somebody cue the Jeopardy music. Uh-oh. Come on back, Code. All right, well, while Cody is froze up, I guess I will go to my number 10. Uh, 2015's 2015's How. This is a British film. Director Paul Hyatt is an hour and 29 minutes. Uh, This film's got a little bit of a different spin on it. It's a werewolf film on a train. Uh, Synopsis I wrote is uh, On a Full Moon Night in the Middle of Nowhere. Train hits a deer, and the train's driver has to make an emergency stop. He finds the deer lodged up in the wheels and the undercarriage of the train. He has to get it out before he can continue. And uh, he's struggling to get it out, and he's attacked by a werewolf. The crew and passengers are forced to try and ride out the night in the train or attempt to escape through a long walk down the tracks. Pretty interesting film, you know, for a simple plot. Uh, feature effects were. Badass in this one. I liked them. Uh, did have some CGI, but nothing overwhelmingly in it. Um, let's see. Oh, I can't read my old, old writing, y'all. Uh, it is streaming on Shutter Prime and Tubi. <laughs> Definitely worth your hour and 29 minutes to catch this one, folks. Really enjoyed it. Uh, actually, didn't catch this one, but maybe... I think it was about twenty, twenty, twenty-one, something there when I caught this one. I said that shitty internet for the past ten years, so I'm just now starting to catch up. All right. Well, hopefully Cody will be back in a minute. He's been gone about two or three minutes now. <clears throat> oh, geez, he was
0: gone. Okay, sorry about that. I was. That's <laughs> to... <laughs> all good. I didn't even notice. I was trying to look for uh, a top <laughs> or something, and I, I totally um, spaced out. But now that I know he's gone, I'll uh, I'll pop in. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah, I missed like the last couple of minutes of the uh, of the show. <laughs> Did, uh,
2: Oz, I was going over how 2015 British film. Uh, I guess... I wonder what... Did he...
0: I guess he totally dropped his internet. I don't...
2: Uh... Yeah, he froze, and then... For about a minute, and then all of a sudden he was gone. And, and then when I... he'll be back. Here he is. Alright, he... good deal. Ta-da! And he's back. Cody, when you take a piss break, you don't have to completely kill your internet.
1: Uh-oh. I don't have to kill my internet? Oh, well, thank you. Duly noted. No. All right. Anyway.
2: All right, I just went ahead and went over Okay, my wh- where are we at? So you Did you gone. give you your number 10? Yep. Mine is the 2015 okay, what was your film, How. Really?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it.
2: No. Uh, it's actually pretty good. It's a British film. Um, I've been so burned on... Uh, You're breaking up on me again, Code. Uh-oh. You're going to have to get Starlink, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm catching you every now and then. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're in and out.
1: Okay. Keep it going. I'm going to go mess with the internet. All right.
2: All right.
0: He's going to go mess with. Yeah.
2: Me. I'll
0: pop uh, back in for a second. All,
2: all right. right. Well, I'll go to my number 9 while we're waiting on him. Uh 2014's Canadian film Wolf Cop. Uh, uh Wolf Cop. I've never seen that. I usually do not like horror <laughs> comedy. Um I'm not a fan of it, but right. This film is just fun. Is it's it neat? Um It takes place of uh, an alcoholic small-town cop gets cursed and transforms into a werewolf, but he still possesses his human intelligence in wolf form, and uh, he can control the beast somewhat when he's in wolf form. So he can still grab the revolver. He still shoots the revolver. He can still speak like me and you, except he's kind of growly when he does it, and he still goes on patrol and drinks beer (laughs) when he's a werewolf. So it's actually... It's entertaining.
0: So does he ever get drunk? Like,
2: Yes. He is a beer-drinking werewolf when he's in form. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like the most redneck... Is... <laughs> if you can call it Canadians rednecks, I guess they've got their own version. Yeah. But it's like the most redneck werewolf film you're, you're ever going to see. And there's actually a second one. I haven't seen the second one yet. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I wonder if it's... I know that,
0: I know that there is a second one. I think I have both of them, and I haven't watched either of them yet. I
2: don't. Know. Well, I know the first one was definitely worth worth to watch. It's uh, long well, is it? it's only a seventy nine minute film. You know, it's not that long, and uh, it only had a million, million dollar budget. Whenever they they made this film, mm-hmm. so for everything they did, I was really impressed. You know, because a million dollars isn't really that much to make make a a film, especially a werewolf movie, because all the prosthetics they got to do. Uh, and when he was transformed into a werewolf it actually looked good too. Oh did it. You know, yeah, he uh now he's not what you would think like I guess when I think werewolf I think of a of a man morphing into like a 12 to 14 foot bait beast, you know, with really right. long lanky limbs. Kind of cuz like I said my first real werewolf movie I saw was The Howling. Yeah. Well this one he gets bigger, but he doesn't really get much taller, he gets a little taller. But huh. he's still about the size of a man. He just has the werewolf strength, but oh, he's really hairy, so he can still wear his shirts and stuff. Wow, that's yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that
0: at some point. There's there's something that I want to watch. It's it's unbelievable. So I have to, i have to, you know, pick that one up. I think.
2: Yeah, it's it's good. It's entertaining. Yeah. Oh, um, sure. Well, hopefully, Cody. Gets his internet going before long.
3: Uh,
2: I would hope so. He's using the Wi-Fi repeaters still. I bet he's going to have to get away from them. I bet that's what's giving him his issue. You mean like probably off move them out or something or put them
0: closer or... Well, not... Yeah.
2: But yeah, I don't... Yeah. I think a lot of the Wi-Fi repeaters too. A lot of people, after so long, after they get so old, they quit. I don't know. I guess they quit repeating... Is good that, I used to. Yeah, I think, I think so after, you know, after, and I think, I think his is kind of out in the, uh, elements too, a little bit. So,
0: ah, uh, here we go. Let's see. I think he's back now. There we go. We'll try.
2: All right, Cody, let's try it again. One more time. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I think we covered how, um, so you want to hit your number nine? I already did mine. Mine was Wolf Cop for number nine. Uh
1: yeah, Wolf Cop is also my number nine.
2: <laughs> oh, awesome! <laughs> I love I
1: love Wolf Cop. Uh, and, and it was one. Uh, it won like the uh, Project Greenlight uh, in can the Canadian version, I think, of Project Greenlight.
3: Oh, that's or right. I forgot like about it.
1: that. And uh, and they made it, and then I still haven't seen the sequel. I haven't it, either. It, it didn't do near as well as the original. Same writer, director, uh, and cast, but uh, unfortunately, uh, it did not uh, branch off into a uh, franchise
2: after that. Yeah, uh, yeah, Man, it it really had all the strengths too. Like I was talking to Mike about it, you know, yeah. like it was neat how when he transformed, he still kept his human head, you know, and he could control control himself somewhat when he was in wolf form.
1: And don't forget about the wolf dick.
2: Oh, Oh, I did forget about that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That was a first. That was a first.
2: True. That is the first time we've ever seen a wolf dick on camera, isn't it? Or a werewolf dick, anyway. Uh,
3: Yeah.
1: yeah that that movie it was a, the perfect balance of comedy and horror uh it, they, oh yeah they really
2: played it well and you know me i usually do not like uh comedy horror at all but when it's done right it's a uh, it's wolf cop
1: yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> no better way to put it yeah really yeah all
0: right. Well.
2: <clears throat> uh, Ellen, like I was also telling Mike, you know, it the first one only had a million dollar budget too.
1: Yeah, because it one, yeah, the, the Project Greenlight or whatever it was, yeah. uh that, that's what, whoever won it, they got a million dollars to make their movie. And I think mm-hmm. they made the best use of that million dollars as as they could have uh for the movie because oh, we had yeah. all kinds of great practical effects in this. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, and even the the werewolf didn't throw me off. You know, I'm really picky about my werewolves, and it, it yeah, well, a, it was a th- more of a throwback to the old wolfman style
1: werewolf, and that that's yeah, I uh, that I prefer the bipedal uh wolfman type of werewolf, uh, more humanoid.
2: See, I don't type
1: one anyway. Not not that I don't like. Not that I don't <laughs> like the. Uh, the ones with the big snout, you know, the wolf head ones. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think I like it's, it's so hard to do that and make it look realistic. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier with practical effects to get, do the wolf man style werewolf.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you just do like jackass and shave a bunch of pubes and glue all over them and <laughs> give them some teeth and you're set. But, uh, see, I guess it's like, well, I was telling Mike too while you were gone that I'm. I guess I'm so picky because like, you know, we were talking before, my first one was the howling and that kind of set the standards for werewolves to be scary for me. So I'm used to seeing, you know, morph into a 10, 12, 14 foot thing, you know, get really big and tall and long lanky arms and pretty muscular. And so whenever they morph into just wolves or something, I usually don't, don't care for them. But, and I, I went ahead and watched Wolf Cop because Again, you kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. I was like, fine, I'll watch this piece of shit so he'll shut up. And uh, fucking I watched it. Fucking Canadian
1: and, piece of shit movie he's making me want to like, watch.
2: 20 minutes into it, I'm like, this isn't too fucking bad. But halfway into it, I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool, you know? You know, it's not, it's more comedy than it is horror. Yeah,
1: but and it, it didn't take it's itself too enjoyable. seriously.
2: Yeah. no. You got a werewolf that drinks beer while he was on duty and still is capable of shooting his revolver. Yeah, I'm fucking game for that. That's pretty bad. It's as much redneckish as you can get. <laughs>
1: Canadian rednecks. Yes, sir. They exist. Yeah.
2: I wonder, do they call them rednecks in Canada or do they have another name for our culture there?
1: What are they called, letter canes or something? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, give me a second, y'all. I gotta reload a beer. You're getting a lovely view of my basement ceiling there. Girl. I gotta get a new recliner down here. Some so much is falling apart. All right, so <clears throat> we will go to my number eight, which number eight. is 1996's Bad Moon. Oh. Directed by Eric Red, It had a $7 million budget. And this is another one that I did somehow slipped through the cracks on me. Um, I picked this one up like when we talked in our previous episode when Smoke Scenic River Video was going out of business and I was going through his horror section. And uh picked this one up for a couple bucks. And well worth a couple bucks. Really enjoyed it. Uh, synopsis of this is uh, Ted is working in a foreign country in the rainforest with his girlfriend. One night they get attacked. He's brutally mauled. The girlfriend doesn't fare too well. She's pretty well mutilated. Anyway, long story short, Ted comes back to the States to stay with his sister and her guest house as he recovers. But soon he realizes he was attacked by a werewolf and has been infected by the werewolf curse. Um, I really liked the way they did the werewolf in this one. Um, what did you say his name was? Effects. The character? Ted.
1: No, no, that wasn't it. it. It was Eddie, I'm pretty sure.
2: No, I'm pretty sure it was Ted.
1: No, it was Eddie. Michael Perry, Perry or payer or whatever. He, he was uh, Eddie in Eddie and the Cruisers.
2: Oh, okay, I got you, got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he in this one. But, uh... Yeah, I'm I'm just a sucker for the practical effect uh, werewolf. And this is one of them where you don't get to see the werewolf. Um, It doesn't save it for the end like a lot of them does. It gives you like bits and pieces of them. And then about, I want to say around midpoint to three quarters of the film. And this,
1: yeah, this movie has one of the best practical werewolves Mm -hmm. on record. I yes, mean it, it looked badass.
2: Yes. The uh the family dog thing protecting them, you know, keeping the werewolf away from the house and stuff back and forth was kind of kind of gimmicky, but I can see where it went went from there because Yeah, the
1: but whenever it comes to the German shepherd, I mean German shepherds no. are intimidating, don't get me wrong, but when
2: what was the shepherd was it? I thought it was a uh, golden retriever.
1: What? I, nah, I thought it was a German Shepherd. It might be a German I'm Shepherd. Sure. It's been a while. I, have, I haven't seen too. it, in I haven't <laughs> seen it in close to thirty years. Uh, I saw it right after it came out, so you may be right, but I'm pretty sure it was a German Shepherd. But that being said, the German Shepherd taking on this like big hulking like
3: oh yeah nine
1: foot tall werewolf and fucking and bringing it to it and actually hurting this thing, I was like, get the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah, that was a little far fetched, but. I mean, I can see how a dog would be protective and you know put his life up, but it wouldn't be that long of a battle.
1: But great practical effects, and yes. I I liked I liked how they the how they portrayed the character of uh, Ted. You know, at first you're you're very sympathetic toward him, and the more the closer it mm-hmm. gets to the full moon, uh, the more he kind of embraces. His yeah, wolf starts, side and uh starts taking a hole and room. yeah, and you, you just get less and less sympathetic to him yep. until the end whenever holy shit, is my face froze that way?
2: Yep. <laughs> it was cuter last time. Oh shit. Here we go again.
1: I'm still here. Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: Hang on. But uh, yeah, uh, Ted was, uh, Ted the werewolf, uh, Eddie and the Cruisers, was... Um, there, you're back. ...was a character, because you really did genuinely feel bad for the guy at the start. Oh, yeah. And, and then the more it progresses, it's just like, no, he's kind of becoming a dick. <laughs> and yeah. by the end, you're like, yeah. I still felt sorry for him a little bit at the end, you know, whenever he, oh, he was... Yeah spoilers telling the uh the german shepherd says uh, finish it you know i'm like oh man
2: yeah yeah you can you can tell that you know he's kind of going back and forth and you can tell that the the curse is every time it grips him it's just gets a little deeper and deeper and deeper till he's gonna lose all of his humanity
1: And, and that's something i think people really write off a lot don't don't appreciate about werewolf films or most werewolf films is, is that great conflict in the character, uh, in mm-hmm. that inner conflict. And, and that, that's, that makes for great, a great story.
3: All <clears> right. <throat> oh, can yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if they utilize yeah. it, but the, they have, they have it right there to use every time. And, and unfortunately they don't always do that. It, something that's, that's right there in front of them. So simple, to, uh, utilize, to connect with their audiences. And it's surprising how many werewolf films don't do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: Because you can take a totally likable character and, and slowly make them villainous and, 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 still have the audience's, uh, sympathy toward them and still have them invested in the character right up till the end. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. If well, that's where all your creative writing comes in, and not just standard writing.
1: Yeah, or just a, a bunch of really good practical effects. It's, and I think yeah. that's really why we get so few really good quality werewolf films. I mean, it seems like you've got one or the other mainly on the effects most of the time. The, the yep. majority of the. Of the budget, or the, the uh, not necessarily oh, yeah. even the budget, but the energy is put toward the werewolf effects and not enough on the character development.
2: Yep. Yeah, well, the effects for the werewolf would be expensive, too. I mean, you know, they do really... Unless you're talking
1: about the Howling 7, then they're not that expensive.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, that wasn't that great.
1: But, hey, how about that 10-minute line dancing scene?
2: Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some shit you try to forget about. <laughs> All right, Code, what's your... No. Uh, oh, I rated this as a bad moon, too. I gave it a six. Six Budweiser's.
1: Six Budweiser's? Yeah, yeah. that's fair. I'd give it a six. six. I might even give it a 6.5 Budweiser's.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like it that much. And the, and the, I'm a sucker for the practical effects on the werewolf too. When you got one that's just spot on like that, it, yeah, it can definitely. Well, and it's, the it's so hard to pull off too
1: when you have, when you're not doing like the wolf man style, humanoid style yep. werewolf. This had the full on wolf, two legged yes. wolf look with the long yep. snout and everything. And they pulled it off. It looked good. I mean, yep. it looked...
2: Oh, yeah, it looked it, great. It,
1: it it was one of the best practical wolf-style bipedal werewolves that I yep. believe we've ever seen on screen, that I've seen on screen, at least. Oh, yeah.
2: It even, you know, what really caught me, you know, it, it could turn its head, too. You know, there's so many of them, when they get like that, the bipedal, they lose their neck. They can't move a neck, you know, because they're just... Basically, it's a puppet sitting on a man's shoulders and uh, this one, yep. you know, it had full range of motion and everything. Yep. Oh, uh,
1: right, back to the comments, uh, back to the comments, uh, crazy rock films, uh, uh, says, okay guys, I would love to hear your rating on the movie. Evil lurks. LOL. Uh, Evil well, lurks. Uh, we'll do that. Evil lurks. It's the new one. Uh, our, uh, the other Aaron, uh, I can't remember his last name right now. I'm sorry, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Not our Aaron, the other Aaron. Uh, but he's uh, his new movie, "Evil Lurks," is available on Tubi right now it's, for um, free. It's, it's Aaron, Aaron Hawkins. Hawkins. Aaron Hawkins. Aaron Hawkins. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Aaron. I will right, well, check that out. <laughs> I apologize, but uh, everybody, <clears throat> check out "Evil Lurks"
2: on Tubi. What's the synopsis behind "Evil Lurks"? <laughs> nobody yeah, knows <laughs> um, and,
1: uh, yeah okay my number eight my number eight is uh, uh surprisingly enough bad moon <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we've got about the same taste in werewolf movies it seems
3: yep yeah, yep
1: yeah, uh, but yeah I think we have said all there is to say about that one so I guess I'll go on to my number seven uh, that'll work and that is none other than the 1988 Hanna-Barbera classic Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. <laughs> Possibly the best, the best Wolfman-style werewolf in the oh, history ragged. of cinema. <laughs> no, uh, I really yeah. do love the film, though. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat>
2: I haven't seen it some, since I was like 10, so you're probably going to be talking on this one on your own. Oh. Shaggy, Shaggy the Stoner Werewolf.
1: I mean, what more do you need?
2: True. Actually, I think the kids did watch that not too long ago. Uh, well, a couple years ago, I think.
1: I, I haven't seen it in years, but I remember there's Shaggy is a werewolf and there's some kind of fucking road race or some shit.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, and if... Something, if they win the race or something, they'll lift the curse or something like that. I can't remember.
1: Yes. Yes, a brilliant yes. story.
2: Yes. A lot of creative writing in that. Or drugs, Indeed. one of the two. Uh,
1: only, only... The only film that uh, supersedes that is uh, Scooby-Doo in the Gold School. Hands True. down the best, I do like that the one. best Scooby-Doo film out there. I'll fight <laughs> anyone on that. Uh, the, uh, and not to mention you get uh, the late great Sorrow Brook, Boss Hog, uh, voicing the sheriff in uh, Scooby-Doo and the Gold School. so.
2: Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, since you said that, I can picture the little fat bastard sitting there belching all that out. And I think that was one of the last. No, Casey Kasem. He did the voice of Shaggy
1: <laughs> in uh, the Reluctant Werewolf too. But because uh, it mm-hmm. was the next film after Ghoul School, I believe. Yeah. Um, no. Maybe not. I'm thinking of the Boo Brothers, Scooby-Doo and the Boo Brothers. That's the one that had Sorrowbrook. Brook. I don't know. It's been too long. I need to go back and what? There's another. There's another episode idea. We could. We could do <laughs> a, uh, a Scooby-Doo
2: movies. I may have to have my kids set in for that
1: one. Sure, why not? No, we'll get Baby T in here. He knows them better than any of us. Perfect.
2: Perfect. All All right, well.
3: My number
2: seven is another British film. It's 2002's Dog Soldiers, directed by Neil Marshall with a $2.3 million budget. You seen that one, Code?
1: Uh, shit. Not only have I seen that one. It's, uh. It, it's <laughs> my number six. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're leapfrogging each other, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, this used... one. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw it just a couple of years after it came out. Uh, I, I rented it from Hastings. Uh. Yep. Come to think of it. And, uh. Yeah, this one blew me away, because I hadn't seen a good werewolf movie in a long time. Yeah.
2: Whenever well, I came well, the across 2000s, this If You remember just the horror in general in the 2000s wasn't nothing but shit.
1: Uh, well, you know, we, we went straight from torture porn into the remake era. And, yeah, well, and we, it wasn't in my really opinion, we didn't get era, a lot was, of great stuff out of that.
2: Well, it was more teeny bopper horrors what they were shooting for, too. It wasn't nothing for uh, the, hardcore horror.
1: Well, it was kind of it was kind of like the bastard child of those late '90s, mid to late '90s, really polished, shiny, floating heads poster, you know, yep. scream ripoffs.
2: We got. Yep. Doesn't matter how hard you polish a turd, though, it's still a fucking turd. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. But the kids were raving about them, so they just kept shitting them out.
1: Which I mean, you can't blame them there because look at the 80s. You know, that all, uh, 90% yeah. of the, the horror during the 80s was, was, di- was directed toward the teenage crowd. And yeah. uh, it just so happens we were the kid, well, not necessarily the ki- uh, teenagers then, but we were the kids then. And, and that's what
2: we were the demographic they were aiming toward. Yes. Exactly. And that's what they do because they're in the business to make money. You know, exactly. Yeah, you know, it, when it all comes down to it, it's and the big movie execs, it's about making money. And it's a good thing they do, or we wouldn't have that many movies out there either.
1: Yeah, which is what I love about the indie scene. One of the one of the things I love about the indie scene now, you know, everybody has a camera now, and uh, everybody has a high definition camera now, and yep. uh, everybody's making movies. They're not all good, but. Yeah, some of them are good original ideas, and and some of them are even shot
2: well. You know, Uh, Uh, I'm about to say a lot of them surprise the shit out of me.
1: uh, Speaking of which, one of uh, one of uh, Rabbit and Red, uh, the Rabbit and Red Network's uh, good buddies, Ken Ace Brewer. uh, If anybody hasn't checked out his new movie, like Father, like Daughter, on Tubi, check that out. That shows that showcases what you can do with. A micro budget, and, and still make a really fun film with some pretty cool effects for basically no money. Oh yeah, and uh, and God bless Tubi too. I, I I'm loving Tubi right now. Tubi is really, I think, in the next few years going to put a big burden <coughs> on the other streaming services. I think they already are oh, yeah. starting to honestly, but they're they're the really more and more. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a bunch of mainstream movies and they're also, they're saying, hey, if you've got a movie that, uh, you know, that you can get subtitles on, uh, you want to mm-hmm. pay to get, get it subtitled, you know, spend the 200 bucks or whatever it costs to do that. And uh, it will, they'll put it on Tubi and then you get royalties every time somebody watches it, Excuse me. you know, and just like I was saying with the... Uh, Uh, Aaron with, uh, Crazy Rock Films, he's, uh, Evil Lurks is doing well on Tubi, and, uh, and, uh, Ken Brewer with, uh, several of his movies are on there, and, you know, micro-budget movies, and, uh, and, you know, the, the guys are, are, have already, well, I don't know about, uh, uh, Aaron's but uh, I know Ken's you know a lot of his stuff he's he's already well re- recouped his budget and then some on him and and people are still watching it it just the fan base is growing and it's uh, I'm thrilled to see independent filmmakers out there we have a platform now where where people can see their stuff and and they're making money off it actually making money off it now you that know was awesome. But, uh, yeah, kudos to Tubi. Uh, you know, I, I hope, I hope they don't change their,
2: yeah, what they're doing,
1: (laughs) you know, because right now now
2: it's great platform. I mean, for,
1: they they have a better variety than any other, uh, than any other streaming service.
2: Oh, yeah. And, well, it's funny though, uh, my daughter was watching it with me. I forgot what we were watching. And, uh, a lot of the stuff you know you get commercials here and there and you know it's kind of like you know makes me think about commercials back in the day because we don't have commercials in my house we stream everything and my daughter's seven and she's like daddy did the movie just end i'm like no baby this is a commercial she's like what i was like a commercial she's like what's this commercial thing you're talking about and i'm like oh my gosh my daughter does not know what a commercial is, you know, at seven years old. That's what teaches, that, That's what you, taught us uh, patience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, She's like, fast forward through. I was like, baby, you can't fast forward through these commercials. She's like, what? And she didn't understand that you couldn't, you know, fast forward it or skip it. And, like you can on all the DVDs and then all the streaming services, and uh, it's just funny. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, damn, we're getting really close. In the next probably twenty years, we're going to have an oldie station like in Demolition Man, that is nothing but old classic commercials.
1: <laughs> it is amazing the foresight that Demolition Man had. The writer mm-hmm. uh, writers of Demolition Man had because so All much of that cars, shit is came to be.
2: Yep. I still I'm just, waiting. I'm just use...
1: waiting on the three seashells. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that's what I was about to say. I still have not figured out how to use them yet.
1: <laughs> we'll have to ask Cap.
2: Do it now. We really don't want to know if we ask Cap. <laughs> he will find a way to make them work, and it will not be good either. It'll be another trip to the VA for him. I guarantee you that.
1: <laughs> uh, but, uh... Health.
2: What were we talking about? Oh, dog soldiers. I'm sure most of the viewers have seen it. You know, your small squad of British soldiers and they're doing a a, uh, training night, uh, nighttime training exercise. Supposed to meet up with the special ops guys. Only when they find them, everybody's freaking shredded. And there's one person alive they find. And uh, they're forced to uh, hunker down in a, an abandoned farmhouse, and this woman keeps telling them it's werewolves, it's werewolves, and they think she, she's just suffering from shock, and soon it is werewolves, and uh, it's very creative. Uh makes you think about, you know, like me and Cody, we know a lot about weapons and rounds, and they've got 9 millimeters and five five sixes, and they're going up against werewolves, and that's, that would not be a good caliber to face them with. I think there was one guy that had a 12-gauge in it, that would be probably suitable but
3: yeah, well, yeah like and we they're they're, they're, they're type
1: of werewolves in this too they're the the <clears> large, <throat> like the howling yes. style basically oh, They're very that's... tall bipedal wolf, yep. very wolf like long long armed wolf snout long and, and they're self yeah self uh, regenerative healing uh yep. type thing so yeah the, the small rounds aren't doing uh, a lot of uh
2: damage no. to them you need heavy grain, lots of mass for stopping power with them, and still, it's probably not going to put them down, but it's going to give you time to get the hell out of the way. But yeah, that I think that's one reason this film appealed to me so much, was this was the closest thing to the werewolf, like I liked, from the howling that I'd seen yeah. since the howling. Um, yeah,
1: de- definitely strong, strongly inspired by the howling.
2: Yes, oh yeah, definitely. But they, the only thing... I hate to critique them because I love it, but they're stiff necked They don't have no turn. If you notice, you know. Yeah. But uh. But it was a it was a
1: pretty low budget film too. I I wish I would have uh, uh, looked that up. But uh. Two
2: point three. Two point three million.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it
2: not a large budget for a film with this the practical effects. The gore was not gory gory, but moderate gore. You know, decent for. What the film needed, um, not too much, not too little. I would prefer a little more, but it was good.
3: And uh, I uh,
2: it at I would give it a six point five. A six point five, what? Budweiser's.
1: I really We've enjoyed really it. really got. Um,
2: we really got to get I've our gotta, scale. We got to get the chart out, out here. I, I apologize yeah. to everyone because they have no to, clue what we're talking about. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I would give it. I'll give it a ten Miller Lights. Yeah, which is the you know equi- equivalent of six point five Budweiser. So there's a yep. little, a little, a little teaser on our rating scale.
2: Our fucking rating uh, scale is going to be so crazy. People are going to be like, why do they even do it? It doesn't fucking matter.
1: <laughs> the points don't matter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you can catch this. It's, uh, hell, it streams just about everywhere. Prime Video, Tubi, YouTube, etc. It It's everywhere.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's for sure on Tubi right now, I know. hmm And... Well, if you're looking for anything else to watch, uh, just uh, cruise on over to rabbitandredradio.com and uh, check out the new Rabbit and Red Radio TV, uh, which has uh, several different channels now. I don't know how many. We have a uh, a 'er ne'er-do-wells channel, uh, a Mind Jack channel. Southern
2: Takeover channel. Southern Takeover channel. Coming very
1: soon, the Southern Takeover channel.
2: Not really sure what's going to be on there, but we'll figure something out.
1: Yeah, well, you'll get to see more of our smiling faces and then oh, actually some pass. some movies with the, uh, that are actually entertaining. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, I don't know about Dog Soldiers. We'll have to look into that. Um, but yeah, we'll try to play as uh, many of the movies as we review uh, on the channel as possible. But uh, yeah, th- this is new. This is the revamp. Uh, of uh, rabbit and red TV uh, it's bigger and better now uh, we have can now have up to I think 25 channels uh, and uh, each show is can have their own channel which we'll be playing all of our live episodes we'll be streaming mixed in with different movies and whatever we program into uh, into the uh, Rabbit and Red TV guide, but uh, yeah, definitely hop on over to rabbitandredradio.com dot com and check out all the great stuff there. You, you can stream any of our old episodes and uh, and a bunch of uh, stuff we did even before the Rabbit and Red Radio Network was uh, even up and running. Some of our older shows, some of the old school Rabbit and Red Sweet. shows. Um, even even some of the older uh, shows that uh, Mike did back in the day uh, on uh, when he did Morbid, him and John Rhodes did Morbidly Made. Uh, there are some great interviews on there with uh, some really cool icons in the horror industry. Uh, uh, so uh, Dan Farron's the. Uh,
0: uh... <clears throat> Don't forget, I have all Skeleton Crew episodes. That's right, bitches. I'm taking it back, finally.
2: Oh, God, Mike. <laughs> uh, hell, why not? Uh, hell, let's try to get anything. the banana laser in there too.
0: Hijack my show, the fuck you will anymore, bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hell, we might as well see if we can get banana laser on board
1: too. I banana yeah, laser is not available any place, and I would I love her. to get. Oh my god! Which Alex? has had the skeleton crew episodes back up for a couple of years now. And, uh, I, I really wish, which Matt stays, uh, for those of us, for the, those of you who don't know what we're talking about, which probably is almost none of you. Uh, if any of you, uh, there used to be a really great, uh, podcast called the banana laser podcast. It was a horror movie podcast and it was, uh, man, they, the they covered
2: in the world.
1: Uh, the, it was remember. like a variety show. The production quality was great, uh, but uh, it's not available. Sadly, it's not available anywhere right now. And uh, no. hopefully, someday we can uh, goad uh, <clears throat> uh, the creator of that show, Matt uh, and into uh, either posting it on uh, on uh, Rabbin Red Network or someplace. But uh, That'd be
2: awesome. Maybe we should reach out to him.
1: Uh, or just go see him. He's thing. like uh, he's like two hours away. His restaurant's know, we in need Cape. To do, that. do that. If nothing else, <laughs> we need to go up there and declass his restaurant a bit.
2: Yeah. Go up there and order a Wazelle, Wazelle burger with a yeah. banana laser slide on the on the side. <laughs> He'd be like, Oh shit, they're actually here. <laughs> they found me. <laughs> All right, code. So what are we to now? Number six,
1: number six. Okay. You want to go or did I, did you see your matter. number six?
2: Yep. Your turn.
1: Okay. My number six, uh, silver bullet, 1985.
2: Oh, that's a great, like one. I said,
1: that was, uh, that was my first werewolf movie. I think, um, aside from the original Wolfman, uh, but uh, and I just caught like the uh the third act of uh Silver Bullet on HBO whenever I was a kid when yep. I wasn't supposed to be watching it. Same uh, here. That's the first yeah. time I saw it, and I was like, "What is this? A kid the in free... a fucking rocket-powered wheelchair running from a
2: werewolf?" It was the free preview of HBO whenever I caught it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Silver. It's a cult classic. You know, it's one of my favorites.
1: Absolutely, Gary fucking
2: Busey.
3: Gary, the fucking greatest.
2: Busey fucking uncle in the world right there you know has a freaking uh crippled nephew so what's he do he he cuts a fucking wheelchair in half cuts a motorcycle in half fuses these motherfuckers together here go ahead and finish yourself off kid have fucking fun (laughs) (laughs) and how many of us little bastards that was running around on the two legs kind of wishes we were in his spot just to get that fucking motorcycle you know what i'm saying
1: yeah i've i've <laughs> told you
2: oh yeah and it this this story is actually based on a stephen king novel The cycle of the uh, wolf ste-
1: Well, a see stephen King short story yeah but uh which they expanded and <laughs> you know the, in my opinion this is one of the better stephen king adaptations oh yes yes and that being Uh, said i would like to see this remade Uh, you know i I really thought we were going to get it it. back after after the it remake when they were cranking out stephen king remakes left and right i thought surely we're gonna get a silver bullet remake but we didn't no not yet Uh, not Not yet at least but i I think it's one that could be updated and, and done oh yeah
2: and this done is one like well. we were talking about before, you know, you never really see the werewolf until the end. And then you're like, oh, oh. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, well, it was good until, ah, fuck it, it's still a good movie. And yeah. this had a $7 million budget back in 1985. You think they would have done just a little more with the werewolf? Yeah. You think they, they think they spent it all on his uh wheelchair? Uh, probably Gary Busey's cocaine. Uh, true. True. Hmm. True. Yeah, he did. He didn't have any uh catering services. It was just the cocaine service coming to his trailer. Uh back to uh,
1: Aaron. Back to the comments. Aaron Hawkins says, "I give your guys show a 10 goose island Matilda." <laughs> Lmao. Uh, <laughs> that sounds horrible, and I would agree with you hundred <laughs> percent.
2: It sounds horrible, but it sounds fucking expensive too, because usually those weird name beers are expensive as fuck, so
1: of which I'll take we are as not. A compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: uh, everybody Whatever. check out Evil Lurks
2: on Tubi. Yes. I'm probably going to well, I'm probably gonna be pretty fucked up by the time we're done with the show tonight. But uh if not tonight, I'll check it out tomorrow.
1: But yeah, Silver Bullet. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say about that. Besides, I, I want, I do want to see a remake of it. And uh, yeah, and wow, this was such a fun movie. And it was one of those that had, I mean, it did suspense right.
2: Yes. Oh, there's so man, many werewolf one... films. Don't. I have not introduced my kids to this one yet. I'm ashamed to say. I'm gonna have to. I got to get a copy of this so I can introduce them to it. I think they'd really like it. I know I did. You know, my boys are, holy shit, my boys are 13 now. 13 and 11. And, uh, yeah, they're about to, they're well beyond. I think I was like eight the first time I saw it. So, yeah, it's just, (laughs) fucking Gary Busey in that movie. They outlaw, remember the the scene where they outlaw the fireworks? So what does- yeah. Gary Busey, dude, he gets him a fucking two Walmart bags full of them motherfuckers. Here you go. Have fun. <laughs> Be sure to drive a few miles out of town on the silver bullet before you shoot them off.
1: <laughs> Gary Busey's got fireworks.
2: Yeah. Well, fuck Gary Busey got anything he wants.
1: You want some Coke, kid?
2: Gary, Busey, Gary
1: Busey's got some Coke.
2: <laughs> yeah, that the silver bullet, it didn't have nitrous. It had to fucking it run coke off cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Pushed a little coke in the gas tank. That motherfucker took That's what Kevin... No wonder the Kevin werewolf couldn't catch him. him. <laughs> Ain't no shit. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll jump to my number six. And it is a Norwegian film, a Netflix original. This, or last year's, 2022. Director Stig Svidsson, Viking Wolf. I gotta say, this okay. one I was not expecting much. Um, I like what this film covers. This film covers the origin of the werewolf at the starting of the folklore of the hound from hell that cursed whatever land it's in by infecting its victims that it doesn't kill. Um, it gives you the back lore of the werewolf curse, and then it goes back forward and takes place in modern times, And uh, you got a new girl in a small town. She's trying to fit in, make friends, and she's at a party at a remote location. I mean, this is a small town out in the middle of nowhere. And she witnesses an attack and goes to help but becomes part of the attack. She gets wounded and sees something drag a girl off that she was trying to help. And a few days later, she starts having uh, visions, and she starts having changes within her body on every moon phase uh, man this film just uh it brought something kind of new to the table on the werewolf genre um it's really been a while since i've seen a modern werewolf film that i really like um, the origins of the of the story of the werewolf it was awesome I've never seen that before you know all every other film I've seen oh you know the curse of the werewolf the curse of the werewolf but nobody's ever backdated the origin and uh and another thing I liked about it was she every time she turns when the girl gets infected when she goes back to human form there's still a little bitty piece of her that's still in the wolf. Like her nose won't go back to human form or her fingernails stay in claw form. And she keeps doing that. And then every time when the moon phase comes around until eventually she stays the wolf. Um, The thing that's one of my pet peeves is where the werewolf looks like a wolf looks like just a regular Mm. wolf. Well, this is one of those films, but they're a larger wolf they're kind of rough looking. This film was put together enough where that didn't bother me. Um, you could tell it wasn't a regular wolf. They were much bigger, grizzlier, but...
1: So you're talking like uh, American Werewolf in London uh, werewolves.
2: Yeah, and but these werewolves are CGI too, of course, because they've had them take wolf form. I mean, they have no human form left, um, except for their eyes. Um the, the girl has uh that rare order where she's got like one blue eye and one green eye. Well that stays. And uh but yeah, this film I highly recommend. You know, if you don't have a neck if you don't have a Netflix account, sign up for the free trial just to watch this movie. Highly recommend it. Uh I give this film a seven. Seven wow, oh. yes.
3: Seven but oh.
2: oh yes, I mean it it Really good put together. It is above dubbed.
1: silver bullet. Uh, so I'm uh, <coughs> I hate shit. to put it above we, it. We did. We didn't rate silver bullet. Did we We have to rate it in silver
2: bullets, though? Right. Uh, silver bullet. Oh, damn. I don't know how to rate it in Coors Light, though.
1: I guess because, ten, because uh, you can't go no higher than a 10. So we got to give it a 10 in Coors Light, right?
2: Wait a minute. though, you got a Coors Banquet beer, too
1: that's not the silver bullet
2: though oh true yeah yeah i'd have to give silver bullet 10 silver bullets what 9.5 9.5 no no i take it back 8.5 silver bullets because of the werewolf if the werewolf looked better it'd be a 10 it'd be a fucking 10 but it's an 8.5 8.
1: 8. silver bullets what does that translate into budweiser
2: Oh, damn. This is getting tricky now. Now I'm getting confused myself. Damn Never you, mind. basic math! All right, it's it's 9.5 silver bullets because that'd translate to about seven and a half Budweiser's. Really? Yeah.
1: We got to work on this rating scale.
2: Yeah, we do. We really got together so we're not just flying by the seat of our asses on here. All right, Code. I will let you go on with your. Wait, you're on number five now, aren't you? Johnny are you Five is six?
1: alive. Uh no, I'm on number, number five.
2: Okay. Yep. Because my number five is late phases. So.
1: Ah.
2: We've already covered it. Good
1: choice. Yep. Yeah, I, I hate. I hate that I didn't put it higher on my list. Actually, it's. It, it was. Um, it's. It's a good watch. It's kind of a slow burn, but uh, yeah, we've talked enough about that one. Okay, my number five is Ginger Snaps from 2000 with the lovely Catherine
2: Isabel. That is a great one. Uh, Hey, hit the drain, motherfucker. I am. I figured y'all could hear that, but I really don't care.
1: Hold on. Brief intermission, folks. I have to sing the Twinkle Tinkle Little Star" song.
2: You're going to make me miss if you do that Hold up, because I am pissing in my basement
1: I do this for my boys, uh, you know, when they were little, so, yeah. How many times are we supposed to shake it again? I forget. More than twice, and you're playing with it. You hear that? You hear that, Mike? More than twice, and you're playing with it.
2: (laughs) Does he have that CBD dropper in his mouth again? Oh, speaking of that, do we still it's have our uh, sponsor?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> shit. What are we? What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Yes, oh, uh, everybody, cruise on over to PureSpectrumCBD.com. Free shipping on all domestic orders over one hundred dollars. Use code net, RIR Network and save fifteen percent. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can't beat that. This stuff. It really helps Uh, if you have joint pain, uh, nerve pain, uh, you know, if if talking to your wife puts you in pain, you know, get some Pure Spectrum CD. Well,
2: Well, Cody and I, before the show went live, we witnessed Mike get up and walk across the room to the TV, and he's been using this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's regained use of his legs.
2: For short bursts. Yeah.
1: Kind of like okay, uh, Sonic whenever he hits one of the uh, little power rings, you know?
3: <laughs> that always Except much
1: up slower. That game. Much, much slower. Uh, but, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit more shakier cam than what I'm doing for y'all, too. Uh, do we have anything else we need to plug before we continue? How unprofessional of us.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Our good friends at Pure Spectrum, CBD.com. <laughs> Check them out. All right. Or, or so, not. Nah, Mike's on... probably gonna keep buying everything they sell. Um <laughs> that's good. Ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. I was on uh for my number five. Uh this the is actually lovely my number four. Isabel. Holy shit. Uh, but uh yeah, this this and, one re- is another one that really took me by surprise, and I oh, saw it yeah. just shortly after its release uh, in two thousand.
2: I, um, I really thought it was going to be something for kids, uh, like a teeny
1: bopper. What strangely we don't
2: get It Strangely enough, this is written good enough where all age spectrums can watch it and are going to like it.
1: Uh, you can see it from the parents' angle with uh, uh, who was yep. it? Mimi Rogers, yeah, who played the mother in it yep uh you you, you uh, the older mm-hmm. i get you know i see it more from the parents uh, uh oh, yeah. joe bob did it here back a couple years ago mm-hmm. and uh and uh, it was such a different watch than when i watched it then as opposed to whenever i was oh. like 21
2: 22 year old uh, yeah. watching it. and then it. when of course when joe bob's putting his two cents on it too it opens up your mind to all kinds of
1: yeah, things. yeah. Which at the time I even back then I knew this this is something different. This is something we have not seen mm-hmm. before uh in a werewolf film. And the whole yep. coming of age uh thing and uh like, and it,
2: it it caught me from see, I'm the baby of the family. I got two older brothers. So I was seeing it kind of from Emily Perkins' side,
3: mm-hmm. where
2: her big sister was in trouble and she was trying to help her but yet she was kind of powerless, too, but she was still trying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and,
1: yeah, and sadly, the- we got two lackluster sequels out of that. I mean, some people, apologies to anyone who doesn't like them, they they weren't horrible, I didn't think, but they just paled in comparison to... Uh,
2: oh, yeah, well, when you did... Do- This original, whenever it hits it out of the park like that, it's going to be hard to do anything. And they they had to to think of a way to write
1: Catherine Isabel's Mm -hmm. character back into them. And and the way they did was just, uh, well, for the second one, one especially.
2: It was kind of like they pitched her the offer to come back and didn't think, you know, she would. But then they're like, uh... Oh shit! Well, no, we got to write something in here. We got to write or something, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to write or something in here, you know. Fuck, so, you know. So, not horrible. Um, they're worth a watch, both of them.
1: Um, which, which the third so, one is oddly enough a prequel with you know yeah. the same well,
2: actors. Th- that's what they normally do. oh uh,
1: uh, that a was a big ours. thing, yeah. In the uh, yeah, in back the in the two thousand.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. This had a five million dollar budget. Um Did John Fawcett direct all three of them or was he just on the first one? I don't remember. I uh, I don't know. It seems hey, like that. I way it, directors. It, it
1: doesn't the, the the two sequels do not feel like the first yeah, one
2: in any way. It seems like that was the big thing. I don't know. I didn't do a lot of research into that. Um I like all three of them. Of course, the first Ginger Snaps is my favorite. But it seems like I do remember when the second one came out, everybody was saying, well, of course, he John Fawcett didn't direct it, so that's why, you know, they were blaming it because they didn't get the right director. But I think, if I remember right, that's why he backed out because he didn't like the story. So uh,
1: Rightfully so. Uh, yeah,
2: don't uh, quote me on that, but...
1: <clears throat> but yeah, could have been worse. Not the worst sequels, but yeah, it, it just... The first one was so hard to follow up.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. So that was your number five, correct? Which do we want to do ratings on it? Oh, yes. I, do. don't know, yes I don't know. I don't
1: know how many of these we've skipped. Please forgive us. I don't know how many of these we've skipped ratings on. Not that it fucking matters.
2: But uh, yeah, because nobody uh, knows what the fuck we're talking about unless we're right. <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> I gave it seven uh, Budweisers.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm going to give 7.5 Budweiser's. This is just a yep. really strong film with yeah, uh, great special effects. I don't even care that we got a four-legged werewolf. It's done well.
2: Uh, yep. and, oh, and I love the Catherine Isabel um, just steals if you remember, the fucking love. movie. Oh, yes. they Their um, love of death. Remember all the time photographing each other in death poses and stuff like that and doing murder scenes? Yeah. Yeah, I almost forgot about that, because I remember right their mom was bitching them out because she kept getting calls from the cops because they were doing yeah. these scenes like in parks and stuff, and people were calling in. Death thinking scenes, was actually yeah. People dead out there, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty badass.
3: Yeah,
1: and, and the relationship uh, <clears> between <throat> the sisters on it, it I mean, it, oh, it yeah. just makes you that much emotionally invested in the characters. Mm-hmm. And the way they do that is
3: just—it's
1: good writing all the way around on this. Absolutely. But um, but yeah, I yeah I got to go seven point five Budweisers on this one. You know what? You know what? That's not fair. That's not for this one. It's it deserves
2: ten blue moons. Oh, that's below seven Budweiser's, though.
1: The the But it's a moon, and where would, like, moons?
2: Yeah, but that's still below seven Budweiser's.
1: Well, if we had a chart, then we could tell that, but we don't got a ch- fucking chart. Look it up! Have you ever, wait, have you ever got drunk off blue moons? No, I always got
2: like you would. You don't really get drunk. Drinking, kind of it. sick. You get kind of sick, and then after you start throwing up, then you feel drunk, and then you get sick again, and then you're looking for a werewolf to bite your fucking head off because you feel like.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Ass. Okay, so now yeah, fair enough. Uh, Seven point five Budweisers. So then
2: you win on go. this one. That's better.
1: But uh, I hate hey, to we see were... that
2: film derated.
1: <laughs> are are we? Gonna... Are we gonna incorporate uh, just the beer? Are we gonna? Because uh, uh, we, I'm thinking here. That made me think of uh, you talking about the blue moons. Made me think of Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm rating. I mean, how would you even apply that?
2: Well, we we've got to save those for the sexy films. How's it sexy when you drink about three bottles of that shit and throw up from the what? fucking sugar rush? because the women loved the shit back then. I didn't drink it. I drank my Budweiser and my turkey, but I always had two or three bottles of the shit floating around my cooler. Fair enough. All right. uh, Moving on. We are at number four, correct? Number four. Well, you might as well go, because my four is Ginger Snap, so. Your four is Ginger
1: Holy shit. Oh. Uh, okay. My number four, and I bet this one's... You're breaking up. Michael J. Page. Fox. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, you're back. All right, go ahead. My number four is 1984's Michael J. Fox vehicle Teen Woof. Oh, fuck.
2: I knew that one was going to be on here. <laughs> I hate that movie. I really do. <laughs> Uh Uh-oh. I think we're losing you again, Cody. Either that or you just can't believe my comment. All right, Cody. Get playing with your repeater again. Okay. Are we here? Ah, we're still waiting on you. I just heard, okay, are we here? And then you froze up again. Hold on, just a minute, folks. We're exper- experiencing technical difficulties. Cody, you got to sign up. For experiencing
1: some technical difficulties.
2: Yep. And you're frozen again. Now you look like you're a character out of Minecraft. See, even the internet doesn't like your choice on here. Well, folks, it looks like it's just me for a little bit. We're going to give Cody just a few minutes. uh, And hopefully he comes back because I have nothing good to say about that film. I don't like comedy horror. Rarely do I like comedy horror. And that is not one of them that I like hardly at all. So yeah some of my shit does show up back here,'t does it some of my uh man cave junk back here Over there I'm not gonna walk around or nothing I'm too lazy for that today. I've been walking too much already Come on, code, make it back. And what's good? Again, a good plug for Starlink Internet Service. I live out in the middle of nowhere, as Cody does, and Cody's had DSL now for seven years more than me because I've been out here for 10. And all I can do is HughesNet, which is no good. Starlink, hitting right out of the park, except for snowstorms. Doesn't like them, but I'm not bitching. Okay, Code, come on back on. Hey, Mike, can you let Cody back on if he's trying to get on? I'm going to try to message Mike. I don't think he's paying attention.
3: All right, let's see if that worked. Hey, there I am.
2: Bam, and he's back. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Did you have to call Mike to get him back on? To get you back on?
1: <laughs> no, I was just in the process. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. But, uh, I just got done okay. messaging him, and then you were back. All right, go on. And You were saying yours is Teen Wolf, and I was saying that I hate that movie
1: i fucking love that movie uh come on styles it, it is it is a time ca- capsule of eighties nostalgia you, you cannot not love teen wolf it is far as eighties teen comedies go it's hard to beat and we get the a uh, very decent wolfman style uh werewolf and werewolf tra- good werewolf transformation in uh it's in it too style. and uh, and and the whole the whole thing is kind of like a uh a um I can't think of the word <laughs> but uh an adage for uh for puberty um uh, when michael j fox is uh he's he's having all these weird things happen to him he's a teenager all these weird things are happening to him all these weird changes and um And uh, I think uh, uh, on Skeleton Crew, Alex Edwards he cut in a video. You know the first transformation scene in Teen Wolf when uh, Michael J. Fox is in the bathroom and his uncle's trying to get him to come out.
3: And when he's having his first
1: transfer, it is funny. But uh, uh, Alex off the Skeleton Crew had cut that in with some porn uh, music background, like he's in there jacking off (laughs) with his uncle's. I to check out him. <clears throat> and, uh, it's it's fucking hilarious. But uh yeah, the, the whole the whole movie is just a metaphor for puberty. And uh and that was smart writing. I, and it's the comedy works in it. I haven't seen it probably in thirty years, but uh but uh I, I really had fun with it whenever I was a kid, even before and I watched it way before I hit <laughs> puberty, so uh, it may not be as funny now, but uh, but Michael J. Fox, come on.
2: Oh, Michael J. Fox was, he's an awesome actor. It just, it is. Now, not the not sequel with Jason
1: liked. Bateman, and I love Jason Bateman as an actor, don't get me wrong, but the it. sequel, Teen Wolf 2, I remember getting that from Columbia House Video. My grandmother ordered it for me. And uh, whenever I got it, I just remember watching and thinking, this is not fucking Teen Wolf. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I saw Jason Bateman like 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, something like that on uh, on some late show. And they, they brought up a picture of him as the Teen Wolf from Teen Wolf 2. And he's like, he said, Jesus Christ. He put his hand over his face. He said, Jesus Christ, you make one fucking piece of shit movie and nobody ever
2: forgets it. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course not. Yeah, it just, it just was not my cup of tea. That's, there's very few comedy horror movies that I like. Teen Wolf is not one of them.
1: But yeah, that that one just for eighties nostalgia holds a special place for me. Um, and that being said, I haven't watched it probably in thirty years. So, <laughs> yeah. But you remember the Teen Wolf uh, animated series they had out in the uh, in the uh, late '80s, maybe early '90s.
2: Mm, '90s, I believe. I Think so. Yeah, yeah early remember.
1: '90s, probably. And it didn't. I didn't like it either. It didn't have any of the regular the
2: original cast. Let's say it didn't even have Michael J. Fox's voice in there, did it? No, no. It didn't I remember have any him, I watched I Teen think. Wolf. It had the characters,
1: remember, but none of them
2: were voiced by the uh, characters picked, from the movies. I guess I, re- I remember picking Teen Wolf out at GNL Video. Do you remember GNL Video?
3: Oh, yeah. We little. talked
2: about it on the show. Oh, yeah. My mom would not go in there, so she would have me and Dad pick her movie out because the old woman that had it smoked cigars all the time. I love like, the
1: fucking <laughs> smell of that place. And we've talked about yeah. that before, but between the and smell of, like, like like the you blockbuster couldn't... video carpet, mm-hmm. the smell of the carpet and all it's the plastic from the video like cassettes.
3: And so my that mom would have cigar oh, yeah.
1: smoke. Ah,
2: uh-huh. yeah,
1: I I can like it was yesterday. I can still smell.
2: So my mom would have me and my dad go pick her out a romantic movie, a Hallmark romantic movie. That's what she liked, and she would have ah, me and my dad the first pick her one out, with George Hamilton. Oh, it never worked out good. We got her. To she likes this shit where like they find the love of their life. Oh, fuck, they get cancer and they're dead a month later. And she's bawling her eyes out. That was such a good fuck. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And But anyway, so I remember going in and I rented Teen Wolf. Because it looked cool. Oh, you know, that's funny. I hate to interrupt
1: be? you. But my mom always wanted me to pick out movies about women who had abortions. Eh.
2: <laughs> 'cause you had such a big fucking head. She still remembers the pain. <laughs> oh, damn. That's why she walks like that. I understand now.
3: Mm. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'd be
1: angry too. Can't blame
2: her. True. But I remember dad. And oh, I yeah, I go written, on.
1: Gmail video, yeah.
2: I, I rented Teen Wolf. Dad's like, you sure you want to rent that? I'm like, yeah, Dad, it's a werewolf movie. He's like, that's not a werewolf movie. Yeah, so we get on, werewolf. we pop it in. And I'm excited to watch this, you know. And uh, I'm watching and I'm like,
3: what is this?
2: Dad's like, I told you it's not a werewolf movie. And me and my dad did not like it. I don't think we even finished it. I'm pretty sure we took it out, and I think... You need to give
1: it another chance with the kids.
2: Oh, I've watched that's all it. all I'm saying. I've watched it then later yeah the kids probably like it but uh then uh i think they brought out another teen wolf series didn't they revamp one Uh, because i think my kids watched it up here but uh uh, yeah back
1: like uh like 10 years ago they came out with mtv came out with the teen wolf series that was a teen drama it wasn't a comedy and it ran for six yeah. seasons. I watched the first two seasons. The first season was not
2: six horrible. Seasons? It,
1: yeah, the first season Holy wasn't shit. horrible. No, it gets worse. It gets worse. Let me finish. It gets worse. Uh, the first season was not terrible. I mean, it, it went into the werewolf lore and and uh, and it had a lot of mystery involved in it, and uh, and and then all the teen shit, of course, which mm. I kind of expected, but. Uh, yeah. The second season kind of started to go off the rails a bit, and I, it lost me after that. And it ran another four seasons, and it became another one of these like CW type, uh, excluding supernatural. It came uh, became another one of these like CW type uh, bullshit. Uh,
2: supernatural, more super,
1: like it. <laughs> supernatural shows, yes. Uh, nothing I've like tried code. I can't
2: get on board. Uh, you tried the first season. I don't want to hear it. Uh, I've but, tried uh, all kinds of different seasons. I even did. I even tried the seasons with Negan in them, and I didn't like them. Nope, he was like only them. in the first season, you prick.
1: I don't know. They're all shit. No, they're not. There's 16 of them.
2: So. Oh, my
1: God. They'd made that many of them? Yeah. Uh, and like now the prequel series, The thing. Winchesters, is uh, going into its second season. But uh, anyway, before I get derailed too much... Teen Wolf ran for six uh, seasons on MTV, and then, uh, uh, well, they they did have a final episode, didn't? It got canceled, but it didn't get canceled without them letting them wrap it up. They knew it was going to get canceled, I guess. So, uh, but uh, that was on MTV. Uh, Paramount Plus bought the rights, and they, I think, last month came out with a Teen Wolf movie, which is a the movie is a continuation of the series unfortunately. Yeah. And then they've also come out with a new spin-off series called Wolfpack starring Sarah Michelle Gellar, which I think I we talked about in the last episode. Uh since then I have watched the first episode of the new Teen Wolf spin-off Wolfpack and it
2: wasn't very good. <laughs> I'd say the only way they can salvage that is if they turn Wolfpack into a porn.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and I don't even think at this point anybody <laughs> wants to see Sarah Michelle Gellar in a gangbang. No, I mean, hey, did you hear? Uh, I hate to break into the news segment, but uh, already, but uh, that uh, they're uh, in ta- Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. and talks to do a legacy sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer.
2: Oh. Okay, is this going to take place at the local bingo hall or? Well, she's not that old. Sarah Michelle
1: Geller is just a couple years older than us. Freddie Prince she is. is. You. You, well, I don't know how. He looks old fucking he is, rough. Right? He
2: looks fucking Holy rough. Shit. I've seen him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's in his 60s. Yeah. And I don't think he's much older than us. So, yeah, it makes me feel pretty good. You know, I can zoom in there. Yeah, I'm not doing too bad.
1: Go fuck yourself. But, uh,
2: um, <laughs> oh fuck Cody froze on that one had a drink on that one you froze and the last image that come back was you had your mug straight up that, that, <laughs> that one I,
1: that didn't freeze <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's right, a reason they well, keep a low definition camera
2: <laughs> that was your number four yes what's okay. you got my number four is Ginger Snap, so I'll go to my number three. Okay. Uh my number three is actually a twenty twenty film, but I just saw it this year. And it is I want to say crap, I don't remember where this one's originated from. I thought it was a Netflix original, but I don't think it is. No shutter original. No, it's not. Uh The Wolf of Snow Hollow.
1: Not fair. And I'll tell you in just a second. Please tell us the synopsis. I'll be right back. All
2: right. Uh, this had a $2 million budget, which is not a lot for a good horror movie. Directed by Gina Cummings, um, 84 minutes long, starring Jim Cummings, who is also the writer on this, and Robert Foster. Synopsis is John Marshall, a snow hollow deputy sheriff is struggling with anger management issues, alcoholism, and dealing with his ex wife and custody of his daughter. And he's also covering for his ailing father that is having heart issues and is in a stage of dementia, who is actually the current sheriff of the town. So they're trying to keep that under wraps when a stream of gruesome mutilating murders hit their small town. I love this film. Um, you don't get to see during the first few parts, first few kills, any of the werewolf at all, um, or the wolf, whatever, because you're not really sure what's taking place yet. Um, already covered Which the code. suspense. Oh like yeah, a werewolf of, film should. <clears throat> the pressure the main character is under, you know, of you know he's dealing with his one he's he's now call it going to AA meetings. You got an ex-wife, and he's dealing with custody battles, and he's covering for his father, that is the current sheriff, that has a heart issue and is in the first uh, stage And this of was, uh,
1: shit. What is, I got to look up the name? It, Hawaii Five-O. Robert, Robert, Robert
2: Foster. Robert Foster.
1: And this was Robert Foster's last film. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't. He died. Yeah, when did he die? He was sick there. He had cancer. Yeah, he uh, he oh, died right right after they got through filming this. Oh damn.
2: Yeah, I like him. Uh, but, uh, he a lot uh, oh, of He was old age he was and, great. Yeah, no, uh,
1: well, not just that. I mean, he, he is. He even said I saw in interviews uh, with him. He, you know, his career. He was having trouble finding work until, uh, mm-hmm. like, what was it, ninety six or ninety seven, when Quentin Tarantino did Jackie Brown, and he loved him so much. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino loved him so much in Hawaii Five O, and his all <laughs> his TV work. He he well, brought him in as one of the leads in that film, and that kind of jump started his career again.
2: Yeah. And he, well, I didn't realize how many he'd been in until I got to going through the old shutter files and Alligator, you know, he was lead oh fuck and yeah. that and yeah. And I'd forgot about that movie, dude. It'd been so long since I seen it I couldn't remember just Such a fun that. creature feature. Oh yeah, you yeah. know.
1: Just corny as hell but, but yeah. fun as well, fuck. You
2: can't you can't look away. And when you're done no, with the no. movie, you like well, and even Alligator Two and Alligator Three, they're all the same. That little worse. I, I don't than think one, I've course. seen.
1: There's an Alligator Three.
2: I'm wanting to say there is, or it's another different Alligator movie. And no,
1: alligator yeah, Two, the, I, the I, mutation I, with Robert Bologna. I, yes. I do very much remember that, and it's so bad. But it's 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 this, one of those. It's, yeah, it's. As much as I hate to say this, I know I say it way too much, but it is fucking like train so wreck. Bad. A it's good. You just can't look it's away. It's so bad. It's fucking good. Mm-hmm. And fucking yeah. Robert Bologna and D. Wallace. You know America's yep. mom. Oh,
2: and the fucking alligator. So horrible. All it does is yeah. A... That that's it. <laughs> There's not even no tail action or nothing in the water. It just comes up and goes. That's it. <laughs> Put teeth on my arm and you've got the alligator from that movie. But you can't quit fucking watching when you start it. You know. <laughs> uh, oh shit, but we're talking about the wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, so, um, <laughs> we get derailed easily. Uh, and, this what, film, and what a great film that really, is. It,
1: uh, oh, and, yeah. and I will argue. It's, it's not a werewolf film, though, and does not belong to this list, but
2: uh kinda, but. It isn't it isn't. Um because I mean like when you see the werewolf, like the the first, the first attack, time. Get, well not the first you get to see just the, uh, the clip of, it, of the second act of probably uh,
1: probably the beginning of the end of the, the first act. The girl in the parking lot. of the second act,
2: yeah. Yeah, the girl in the parking lot. Like when the first you actually one, see the werewolf, you're like, holy <clears> holy <throat> the practical effects look uh, and this isn't CGI. And it's like wow. This but they show it from a distance. Awesome. They show
1: it from a distance.
2: Yes, But he's walking. And the
1: sitting, too. The sitting, too. Uh, yes. With, with but all then this, they get well, into the of snow uh, hollow. There's a lot of spoilers. There's a lot of snow yes. in this movie.
2: Yes. But, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, spoilers in this. Uh, but, like, well, the first kill, they're like, when they take the woman's body back, you know, she just got out of a hot tub. And they're like, um... Her nether regions are missing. They're like, what? And they're like, her nether regions are gone. Like So they're bitten off, and the one guy's like, no, everything's taken out with surgical precision. You know, so you're like, well, wait a minute. That wouldn't be a werewolf. It'd be biting and slashing. But it just took her, well, I think it was an arm and her nether region, what they said, if I remember right. Uh, And then your neck kill, you know, so... And th- when you first watch that part, you're like, fuck, this is going to be one of these where I'm not going to see the werewolf to the end of the damn movie. And then the very next fucking kill was the ski instructor, wasn't it? That was in her van in the middle of an open parking lot.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And they actually show the werewolf walking through the parking lot. And you're like, holy shit. It looks like a scary looking motherfucker, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, the the movements and, and everything. You're like, holy shit, yeah. this is you know, uh, this is a legit werewolf film.
2: Yeah, and uh, then it goes on. There's shit. I forget how many other kills there are in it. Do you remember?
1: Uh, I don't. I, I I watched it. I, I bought know. it when it first came out because I I was psyched mm-hmm. for this one. I I was like counting the days till it came out, <laughs> and uh, and, then, and I. And I've watched it once. That being said, I've watched it once, and I'm not going to say that's a bad thing, but I, I just oh, don't think I'll watch. enjoy I don't think I'll enjoy it as much the second watch after the after, uh, reveal. After you
2: know the twist. I don't know. I still want to watch it again. Uh, but you know, you got your alcoholic sheriff deputy saying it's not a damn werewolf this is a killer you know because you got people trying to say it's a werewolf and say it's this and that oh yeah the media and everything and it deals <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i like how, i do like how it deals with that that uh angle yeah uh, of the the whole it's it's
2: it's part you know werewolf good, story part crime drama yes it's a good character piece too because you get yeah you know invoked in this guy's life especially you know i've been through a divorce i've almost had to go through custody shit and of course it makes you drink a little more too When you're going through that bullshit. And then this guy's got an ailing father. Well, I've lost my dad. And my dad had health issues, you know, especially in his last few years. And, you know, it's kind of one that was almost like it was written for an audience that's had my life, you know. You know, it really, you know, you feel bad for this guy. Yeah, you're really connected with it, yeah. And his daughter's at that age where no matter what he does, he's not cool. No matter what he does, he's fucking it up and he's got a job that the public demands from him, but yet his daughter and especially his ex-wife do not fucking understand. I have to be here. You know, I have to watch out for this part of this town tonight. So I can't make this show. I can't make this and that, you know, and they don't understand that. And, you know, you just get really, it's very good character piece.
1: Yeah. And the guys, yeah, exactly. You said it right there. I mean, like Mm -hmm. I said, the guys are recovering alcoholic and, uh, and,
3: uh,
1: it just, it's like I said, well-written. I mean, it's, yeah. it's.
2: And then the kill with the mother, there's a mother uh, with, and her with her there's a baby in the car. Holy shit. Yeah. She comes around the corner and there's a dead deer in the road and she like stopped. And I'm like, this is fucking Ripley County. We drive over that shit. You know, there's no way. Your kid's in the car. You're not stopping to get... Uh, either that, that or
1: throw it in the back of the truck. And if it's fresh <laughs> yeah. and... Take she it
2: did on get out with a gun. Held out, yeah. yeah, she did get out with a gun. So I did applaud her for that. But she gets out, look, and then there's this big handprint on the deer's ass. And then she turns around and there's the werewolf standing by her rig. And, you know, where her baby's at. And that part was just like, holy shit. And, of course, she pulls a revolver and doesn't hit shit. Mag dumps. Of course, most people wouldn't, you know. You know, me and you may not be able to do that. You never can tell that you're in that situation. And, uh, she gets killed. The baby gets killed. And they actually killed the baby. I actually kind of expected the cops to show up a little too late and the baby be frozen to death. Now the werewolf ate it. And, uh... So yeah, this this film had me all the way through. Cody, should we do spoilers on it or should we?
1: Oh sure, yeah okay. Uh, we'll give a spoiler warning. Uh, hold on, I don't have a I don't have a military trade to smack, but uh, yeah, <laughs> editing
2: um, spike.
3: Spoiler yeah. warning! <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that work. So, and then the murders kind of slack off a little bit. Um... I don't know. I don't want to explain the whole entire movie, but anyway. There's one key piece of evidence that from the first victim, it was his fiance that got killed. He calls him and he's like, I gotta give you back this little this little thingy babob here and he's explaining it and it's actually a tool a taxidermist uses. And just so happened to be, the sheriff deputy was at returning some evidence back to the taxidermist that was collected. And, uh, by the time he figures it out, he asked this taxidermist to stand up straight. This is a freakishly large or tall man. Yeah. But he'd had to be, what, pushing eight foot tall, code?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah. And, uh, long story short, they get a little tussle, he knocks him in the head, but, he actually has a werewolf suit that he's put on that he's been killing everybody in. And uh, I still don't care if it's not actually a werewolf, but it yeah, fits the werewolf. And he, what, he, stab, he
1: stabs the uh, the deputy, right?
2: Yeah, I forgot he stabs him with something, or does he use the claws from the suit? I can't remember. The no, I think he
1: stabbed awesome. him with a knife, I want to say, yeah.
2: That's right. That's before he put the suit on, isn't it? His and then, then he runs the off with the, in the cab and then he runs off putting on the suit, which I didn't understand because he knows he's caught. I guess he's well, then again, if he thinks he kills the deputy, then he can go out with the suit and kill a couple more, then come back and blame it on whatever. But, uh, yeah, which you're not talking about the most
1: mentally sound person anyway, that's dressing up like a werewolf and going and killing people. True. Pretty but he done a good job girl. of
2: covering his tracks at this point. I was about to say he's a pretty smart motherfucker, really. I mean you think about it.
1: As taxidermistar. Yeah,
2: yep. Uh this I really love this film. I mean, all the way around. I'm I'm ready to watch it again. I've only watched it once, and I wish I'd watched it another time before this show. Um the element of the surprise in it, the twists, um, like I said, the character development in it and everything. It's just one of them that keeps you keeps you hooked. Uh, I would rate it, I'd give this one a 7.5, Budweiser's, even though it's not technically a werewolf. You see, uh,
1: wow, I really want to rate this one really high, but, uh, I can't, so, uh, because <laughs> uh, it is not actually a werewolf, film. Um... It is and as it isn't. So but Technically. Oh, I'm not going to give it any blue moons because we've already established the blue moons are uh, inadequate. Uh, this one, I'm going to have to put it down with nine silver bullets.
2: Uh, that's fair. Oh, wait. We forgot to rate Teen Wolf, too.
1: Did we? <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll do this quick. Okay, Teen Wolf. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give it eight Zimas.
2: I give it half of a Steel Reserve,
1: <laughs> which is has more alcohol than, than eight Zimas. So you actually have a higher <laughs> rating on Teen Wolf than I do. Who'd have thought?
2: Not really. Do you not remember our first hangover off Steel Reserve?
1: I'm not talking about the hangover. I'm talking about the alcohol content. God damn it.
2: Well, fuck, they got to put something in them to make them drinkable. <clears throat> All right, Code. Uh, you want to go to your next one?
1: Yeah, hang on. I'm fiddling with my uh, camera. Just... All right. Okay. We are to number three. And uh, my number three is <clears throat> 1994's Woof, starring Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, uh, yeah. This movie, yeah, it hit me, uh, you know, right in my pubescent years. And, uh, and I already love Jack Nicholson from The Shining, and he was in a shit oh, ton of yeah. stuff during the 80s. So uh, I always already thought he was great, and Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Fuck, who didn't love wow. Michelle? What eighties kid didn't love Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, uh, so fucking... this one will always hold a special place in my heart. And it went back to the old school Wolfman type wolf, <coughs> uh, yep. werewolf with, uh, with fucking.
2: Come on now, Jack Nicholson and James Spader. Wait, James? The fuck, James Spader is in that.
3: Oh, yes, he's that. the villain,
2: yeah. Shoot, James Spader's one of my favorite actors.
1: Yeah, Mr.
2: Blacklist James Spader. Yeah, in, uh, I fucking forgot about that. Oh, Blacklist, and, uh, more wow. Boston Legal, everything. Yeah. Stargate.
3: Yeah, yeah, and
1: and wow, the movie is just... It it doesn't have a super strong spot or plot, but it's so, uh, it's yeah. so fucking stylistic. And, and it's got, uh,
2: I mean, just the, if nothing else, atmosphere. The actors, atmosphere. The atmosphere and the actors can carry it through. Yes. I mean, they have a terrific acting character cast right there. They
1: they did, yeah. Those three, Spader, Nicholson, and Pfeiffer, they did for this movie. Uh, I'll compare it to Mister and Mister and Missus Smith with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Which had a yeah. another movie that had a paper thin plot, but was just so yeah. fun to watch, and you couldn't look away from it. That it well, was just so it didn't well hurt acted.
2: Thing that they were both the Hollywood it couples, you know.
1: It, well, I didn't give TV. a shit about that. Uh, no, that, that was when Angelina
2: out. Jolie was at her peak too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, pretty much they had Angelina the Hollywood sexpot, a, yeah. A, form-fitting. I mean, it, fuck, it had me hooked. I'm not going to lie. I'd go watch it. But And then it had Brad Pitt for the female, so it was the perfect couple movie at that time. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. I just had to throw that in.
1: And another thing with, uh, with Wolf, you know, Jack Nicholson, he was in his 50s by this point, and, uh, you know, he... he was an older guy and he played his character when it started out, you know, he is the older guy, you know, middle-aged mm-hmm. guy and, uh, wearing glasses, glasses to read. And, you know, you, you can tell, you know, his best years are behind him. And then he gets a bit yeah. by a werewolf and, uh, and he gets some of his away. youth back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, and I need to go back and watch. I haven't watched that movie since I was a teenager either, and I'm sure now I would enjoy it for different reasons because I'm oh, closer yeah. to closer to That's that a, age. Uh, don't
2: lie; you'd want to go find a fucking wolf and get bit by it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. He <laughs> <laughs> a uh, line of coke.
1: But yeah, such a cool movie, uh, and, and and like I said, so
2: atmospheric, well acted. Man, it's been. And, so so long since I've seen it. I remember the first time I watched it, which I was really young. And I didn't like it then. Because it's a little bit of a slow burn. And uh, But then I watched it later. trying to remember. Oh, I was dating that one chick. And she was into it. So I sat through it. And I'm like, hey, this ain't a bad movie. Of course, that really wasn't what was on my mind then either. Um, but I need to watch it again. Because, God, it's been at least 15, 16 years since I've seen this movie.
1: Yeah, it's been longer than that for me, uh, but uh, I had a really good time with it, uh, and like I said, I'm a sucker for Nicholson, Spader, oh, and Fiverr. <laughs> and whatever yeah. they're in. So this just had that yeah. ensemble cast, and, and and that great great atmospheric uh, yeah, I feel like okay I think every every episode we need to uh, to pick a phrase I say over and over again to make a drinking game out of but uh, I will say this one more time. This movie I mean just oozes the atmosphere and uh, oh yeah and it just hooks you in with the performances and uh, if you haven't seen 94's Woof, definitely check it out. It's some of Nicholson's best work. I'd put it right up there with
2: him in The Shining. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's (laughs) performance in this movie is spot on. Um, I really think it's kind of overlooked, to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah. You you don't ever hear
2: anybody talking about it anymore. That's why we're talking about it right now in Southern Takeover. Well, it's like when they're, well, it's when they talk about some of his best roles, it's never brought up. No. You know, and
1: Fuck they even bring up the Witches of Eastwick and they don't bring oh my up God uh yeah. <laughs> Wolf, you know. Which yeah. I like the Witches of Eastwick, but it's it's nothing
2: compared to this Yeah, film. it's not Yeah, I mean, well nothing against Jack, but I mean they could have put any mediocre actor in the Witches <laughs> of Eastwick and they could have pulled it off.
1: Well, uh, you know. I, I would disagree. <laughs> uh, Witches of Eastwick—that was its—that was its weakest point. It was a star vehicle. The, the just the the cast. It, the, you know, it's like we got this That's cast. True. All they, they all agreed to do this movie, so we we have to come up with something basically like that. Well, you know, they we don't have a strong would, story, but we got all these people signed on. Board.
2: Wouldn't have had what I mean though is they necessarily wouldn't have had to have Jack in that position to pull no. it off with everybody. He else was wasted in that room. movie.
3: I'll be the oh, first yeah. to say
1: it. I'm, yeah, I know he'd... I'm not the first to say it, but.
2: No, you're not at all. Uh, it's one reason I don't care for that movie. Um, it's, nah, it's all right, but anyway. Uh, all right. Well, what would you rate Wolf at? Wolf,
1: um... hmm. Wow, I didn't really think about this. Um,
2: it's a hard one to rate. Just think about Michelle Pfeiffer in the Catwoman costume. That helped.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: I'm. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna give this uh, this movie eight Budweiser American Ales. You remember those bastards? Right.
2: Yep. Not horrible. They were heavy. No, not great. yeah. They 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 weren't a. They were one when you just wanted to have one to two to three for a relaxing evening. You didn't want to sit on the porch and drink beer or, or discuss movies. Yeah,
1: well, like night. we did after uh, when we got them on clearance <laughs> down to the local liquor, the State Line liquor store. Oh and my
2: uh, God!
1: Ten cases yes. of twenty-two
2: ounces. Yeah. I forgot about that. Those were some of the most miserable hangover hangovers, hangovers
1: because, i ever fucking suffered through yes and it's
2: not that your hangover was that bad it's just you were so fucking bloated the next day because they oh were yeah so it was so heavy. thick
1: it was like drinking maple syrup but it was good you, so you good. didn't
2: have co- you didn't have concrete head you had fucking concrete gut the next morning cuz you were so bloated i think it took our guts like 4 days to process all that shit i think
1: i'm and still processing it, did, it.
2: Of course, it didn't help that we started on them again Sunday morning about 10 o'clock, too. Had to. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my number two is Silver Bullet. So what do you got for number two, Code?
1: Uh, my number two is 1981's Joe Dante Classic, The Howling. Ah.
2: Well, guess what? That is my number one. <clears throat> yeah
1: it's uh it what can you what else can you say i mean it I tell you it uh it the howling did for werewolf films what jaws did for shark movies which i don't exactly. know that there were a lot of shark movies before jaws but uh yeah uh... that being
2: said yeah the howling joe dante just i mean oh yeah and Ed- the actors they had in it too. I mean, you had D. Wallace, Christopher Stone, Dick Miller. Uh, oh fuck! What was the uh, doctor's name in that? The psychiatrist. He was in Waxworks. He's been in a bunch of them. Fuck, I can't remember. Ah uh, fuck! So the alive. British
1: dude. Uh, shit, he yeah. just passed away last year. Damn it. Yep. Can't uh,
2: remember his name. Look, I can see his look. face playing this day. Yeah, a little little pudgy jawed guy. Uh, great actor. Uh, great actor. Fuck.
1: Yes, great, great, and uh, uh, yeah. you you. You're forgetting uh, the uh, the iconic John Carradine.
2: Oh, yeah, well, didn't forget, just didn't get to that part of my notes yet. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this only had a $1.5 million budget, too. Yeah. Um, granted, I mean, it was an 81, so a dollar went farther, but still... And like, and without this movie, the success of this movie,
1: we never would have got gremlins, or at least not true. Joe Dante's gremlins. Yeah,
2: true. Um, You know, this was really the first actual werewolf. Well, OK, you know, like I talked about how when I watched the werewolf transform, I was little and it scared the living shit out of me. You know, this is the first on-screen real transformation where it's not a cut scene. It's cut, yeah. You know, and uh, well, when I bought these Howling movies at Scenic Career Video when they were going out of business, because Smoke the the guys, uh, the guy that owned it, his last name is Smoke and we all we had him in high school and all that. Yeah, he, he was, was vocational a vocational school uh, teacher. A vocational school teacher, yeah. And uh, great guy, great guy, and uh, so. He had this little business and it was going under, so he was selling these. So I went there buying these and he said, Oh, the howling, I remember the first time I saw that. He said, That's when you see the full transformation. And I forgot how old he said, but he was a grown man. And he said he looked around and nobody else was in the store. He's like, And I'm gonna tell you something, Christian. He's like, That scene scared the shit out of me. He's like, I couldn't sleep with my light off that night. He said, I had to leave it on. He said that scene scared the shit out of me, you know. It's just, it's one of them scenes. And it, oh, when you see the just, werewolf,
1: like, that scene in the oh, bedroom yeah. when when the werewolves are oh, yeah, fucking he's tearing shit up, up, up. up and the and the chicks. Yeah. yeah, I was like, holy shit!
2: Oh yeah, it, it just you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a there's several flaws with it, like any horror movie you'll find. But like Cody said, this sets the basis for werewolf movies uh fun fact on these howling movies do you realize most of the howling sequels are out of print and i do Uh, not have the entire howling collection yet Uh, yeah i think you were you were
1: talking about this
2: on the last show they are so fuck like uh what is the the howling i can't remember which one is circus freaks I don't worry uh, what number it is. Five or six. I have not seen that motherfucker, and I want to. Really? Because I've got them all.
1: Uh, it has
2: Bruce Payne.
3: Uh, Take a wild guess villain. what
2: the cheapest fucking DVD I could find of it is. 75 fucking bucks. Holy for one shit. Without a, and, for one, and it's not for on one Tubi with, or anything like that? I can't find it. It's out of print. I can't find it anywhere. Holy shit that's for one without even a fucking dvd case that's just the dvd and a fucking cardboard slip oh and it's not even american region i believe it's a uk region which holy i'm sure a lot of our viewers don't know uh if you have a playstation 3 hang on to those don't get rid of you region free, to a yeah. 4 or 5 because the PlayStation 3 will play be. Well, you can upgrade to a 4 anything. or
1: 5, but don't get rid of your 3.
2: <laughs> yeah, because your 4 or 5 will not play every kind of DVD or Blu ray. But pretty much any DVD or Blu ray you buy off eBay, your PlayStation 3 will play it. And if it won't, you need to hook it back to the internet and update it. And nine times out of 10, it will play them. See, Cody needs to get him some of these wireless headsets. Then when he's off doing his tinkle, tinkle little star, that's what takes him so long. Is that song he tried to sing to me a while ago, he sings this every time. I think that's why he hasn't upgraded one of these yet. So, poor feller. He, well, if he knew everybody was listening, he wouldn't be able to tinkle. So, you got to cut him some slack. He'll be right back. I think I hear footsteps, y'all. I think he's coming back. Uh, yeah. Okay, yep, he's coming back. All right. <clears throat> All right, well, do you think we need to go over the synopsis of this movie? I'm sure everybody already knows it. The howling? Yeah.
1: All uh, right, go ahead. You know, I haven't watched... This is another one I right. I haven't watched probably in 30 years.
2: Okay, I kind of shortened it up a bit. Um, okay, you got Dee Wallace, which is an iconic horror horror movie actress. You know? still,
1: still is. Still is. Oh, yeah, Amazing still one. is.
2: Well, she just did uh, Critter's Attack. Not her best film by far, but hey, she's still in it. Yeah. So, after a television anchor helps the police take down a stalker slash murder in a sleazy rundown porn theater she suffers from amnesia nowadays they'd call it post-traumatic stress syndrome but anyway so her therapist the little pudgy dog guy we can't remember it died a while back decides to send her and her husband to the colony a very secluded resort where he sends patients for treatment but it's actually a colony of werewolves. Um, the synopsis does not do the film justice at all. Uh, you no, because it any... sounds
1: like uh, it sounds like a shitty sci-fi movie uh, synopsis.
2: Yeah, but this was way before sci-fi movies ever came to be. And uh, but yeah. Uh, oh shit! What was the uh... crap? I can't remember her name. You remember the hot to trot werewolf woman in here that keeps seducing? d wallace's husband in here
3: Mm.
2: and they finally get naked together and she winds up biting him and infecting him uh she scratches his shoulder or something i can't remember
1: wasn't she a uh, playboy playmate
2: yes she was she did not live that long she died like in 97 i'm wanting to say what a loss uh, yeah she uh but yeah they're just that but she's the uh, credits got her as a werewolf vixen succubus. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's scary but intriguing at the same time, just the way they describe that, you know. But So, so kind of like Helvira power. then, uh, but yeah. except for the werewolf part. But she fit this role to a T. She done a fantastic job as far as her part on there. She's Basically, she was supposed to be a werewolf bitch in heat. And she fit it to a T.
1: You know, it, oddly enough, I because I was probably like maybe 12 whenever I watched this for the first time. And oddly enough, I think that was the exact thought that came into my mind with her character. Come to think of it. She's like a werewolf bitch in heat.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you sure you didn't keep rewinding that VHS and. Did she get a spot of it? I believe she does, if I remember right. Probably, then. Yeah, but it's a... Yeah, it's just a... I don't want to say it's the perfect werewolf movie, but like we said several times, this set the standards for any werewolf movie.
1: Yeah, well, I I would beg to differ on that a bit. Um, Which I kind of fucked up my list. I have two number ones. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh,
3: <laughs> so,
1: but, uh, I couldn't leave out, uh, 1941's original Lon Chaney Jr. Jr. Classic, the Wolfman. Cause yeah. I mean, that one, which I mean, as you know, and, and I, I've talked about it, well, I don't know if on this show, but on other shows I've talked about, I, I, I Wasn't allowed to watch uh, modern horror movies as a kid, but Mm -hmm. uh, uh, my grandparents would let me watch Universal monster movies because they, uh, you know, they were the ones they'd grown up with and uh, and knew they weren't excessively violent or gory. And And so, yeah, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, so the original wolfman, you know, that that one, that, that out of all the universal monster movies, that one always was my favorite. And uh
2: Lon Chaney was drunk through 90% of the filming of that too. So All his movies. All his movies. Yeah. He was a Which I'm surprised.
1: Alcoholic. Yeah, surprised he lived as long as he did, uh because he made it into his 60s. But yeah. uh he would uh yeah, he'd in in but he was professional about it. He'd tell them, hey, when they get on sit, whenever every show on sit of the morning, he's like, whatever good takes you want to get, we need to get before noon, because I'm going to be too far gone
2: after noon to,
3: <laughs> to, yeah.
2: to do anything worth of shit. Well, that's like the classic shot where the wolfman runs up and grabs the tree like he's scurrying away from something. No, that's him grabbing the tree because he's fucking falling down. That is one of the classic shots, but that's because he was so fucking drunk. He stopped by a tree and started stumbling and grabbed the tree, but it looked like he's like looking at something going, oh, oh, shit, shit. No, he's going, oh, fuck, I'm falling down, trying to grab the tree.
1: <laughs> well, on top of that, he was walking on the balls of his feet, too. So being drunk and yeah. trying to walk on the balls of your feet, you know it.
2: That would, That's probably why he got so many good takes. <laughs> you got to get drunk to walk on the balls of your fucking feet all the time.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Barefooted I good, at that too.
1: I, I do good to walk flat footed anymore.
2: Mm. That ain't no shit.
1: But yeah, oh. uh what what a classic. And 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 oh, yeah. it just cemented that, you know, Universal's uh tragic tale, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and I wish. Even though I enjoyed the sequels, uh, Frankenstein versus the Wolfman and and uh House of Dracula and yeah. everything, I uh, I really well, uh, I really so wish they would have left it at that one because that movie in the day, though it it fully a, the story came full circle and uh, yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have made a sequel to it.
2: No, see, the classics are a bit slow for me. I still enjoy them, but like well, my they are for a lot are, of people. I mean, it makes sense. I, I don't, yeah. I don't think my kids could sit through them at all. But now, if I showed them the Howling, them little fuckers would be scared to death all night. And see, that's the thing. You know, the Universal classics—they're not that scary. Now, back in the day when they were filmed that was scary well no shit. nobody had seen anything like that before exactly. Of course, they were yeah so the way i look at it is the howling is kind of the modern day set point for the universal classics you know because i can take the howling right now just that clip of that werewolf transformation my kids haven't seen it yet they know all about werewolves they've seen all these werewolf cartoons and all this bullshit but I don't think they have seen the transformation. I, I got, I'm have to break that out and have the boys watch it. Even Piper, too. There you go. Uh, going back over to the comments for
1: a moment. Uh, Father Mahoney is in the house. Hey, Hello, Mahoney. Father.
2: Mahoney is my homie.
1: Uh, oddly enough, he typed that in the comments, too. <laughs>
2: That's Mahoney. We'll have to have him as a special guest one night just for the hell of it.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
2: Hell yeah. Oh. How many fucking Howling uh sequels did they make? I've lost count.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I want to say seven and then they did a remake, I think.
2: There was one Howling the Regeneration or something like that?
1: Don't get me to lie.
2: I've got it. It wasn't horrible. Um, I think I started watching it,
1: and uh, yeah, I think I it's get one get of my. Part.
2: Well, I went to Smokes and I got the Howling. I got the Howling too. Your sister's a werewolf. Um, that one's good. That's you know, where he goes. and, <laughs> and after, and
1: after and Christopher, Lee, Christopher Lee, Christopher Lee. Yeah, after doing all those Hammer films, Dracula Hammer films. Mm-hmm that were, you know, some of them, some were okay, some of them were not mm-hmm. so okay. But a- yeah. after all of those, he said, yeah, The Howling 2 is the, probably the movie I regret the most doing out of the fucking 15,000 films. he was
2: <laughs> the, about the fucking star of The Howling 2, too. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, shit, what was the blonde woman's name in The Howling 2? She was also a Playboy Playmate. Uh-huh. I don't remember her
1: name. I just remember, oh my gosh, you know,
2: other things. See it. But, you know, well, if you remember at the very end of the Howling 2, you remember the one, one part of it where she's standing there and they're fixing to have werewolf sex, and she rips her bust off. Remember, she rips, she's rips? she got, like, this leather dill covering the front of her with, like, silver spikes coming off of it. And she rips them off and lets them flop. At the end of the movie, they have that horrible, horrible fucking British band singing. What was it in the hail, hail, hail of the full moon? It was uh,
0: Sybil Danning, I think. Yes, Sybil Danning.
2: Thank you. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Wikipedia, Mike. Yes, sir. And they got that horrible song in the background playing. Well, through the whole parts of the credits, every time they go through the hail, hail or something like that, it cuts back to her and goes rip and it's showing her tits. Another two seconds, rip <laughs> Shorter from the same thing through the whole entire. I trail. see no problem so.
1: with this,
0: and also uh, there no. It was actually, I believe,
2: there Do were what? Seven.
0: There were seven howlings, I believe.
2: Seven. All right. Thank you.
0: Is that counting the remake? <clears throat> uh, no. The remake was eight because I think New Moon Rising was Howling Seven, and that was the last one. And Howling Six, mm-hmm. the freak was the circus one with the freaks. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, well, Bruce Payne. Okay. That, yeah, yep. The va- or the vampire versus so, werewolf,
0: yeah.
2: I went back to Smocks after I bought the first two off of him, and I had him look up all the Howling movies, and at one time he had them all, but he couldn't find them. So I spent I don't know how long digging through, and Cody can test, I mean, he had a huge wall of his horror DVDs. And he's like, well, if I can't find them, he said I can order them for you. I was like, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if you can find these. or Because I want the whole set of them. Well, they're out of fucking print. He's like, hey, Christian. He's like, I found these, but I don't know if you want to buy them. I was like, oh, I don't care if they're a little expensive. I was like, you know, I said, I, I want the whole set of them. He's like, uh, they're more than a little expensive. He said, I found this one circus one. He said, the cheapest one I can find is $95. I'm like, whoa, don't buy that motherfucker. Hold up. Yeah, they're. They're pricey because they've been out of print for years. Um you remember the Howling Marsupials?
1: <laughs> howling three, yeah. Oh my
2: god, it's fucking horrible. It
1: had it had uh what what's his fucking face? The little dude from uh, Crocodile Dundee.
2: Oh, it's got the whole fucking cast from the one of the fucking Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> Australia only has like twelve actors. And they it's were like, all in this it, movie.
2: It's like this is the Australian howling. Enjoy y'all. <laughs> Good day, mate. The, the, oh.
1: the fucking werewolves with the fucking teats, the to the marsupial with the teats. Oh god. Yeah.
2: And the pouches, little fuckers crawl out. I
1: I remember oh, uh, I remember like fourteen year old me even at that point, and I was purposely seeking out weird shit at that mm. point, but I, I remember. I remember thinking, well, what the fuck am I
2: watching? Well, I found this one. The Marsupials is actually out of print too. Uh, I bought the first two off of him, and then I got to research and I was like, shit, there's more Howling movies. I thought they only made two of them. And I got looking, I was like, oh, smoke. I got to find this one, the Marsupials. He said, yeah, I got that one. He's like, I got them all. But yep, and he found that one. He's like, but I don't know where any others are at. And uh, of course, we got the newest one. But uh, so I got the Marsupials. little well, shit. What do you want for this one? It's only, I think I got four or two, maybe. I was like, what do you want for these two? He's like, ah, I ain't even going to look these up. He's like, ah, I'll take like four bucks a piece of them. I'm like, hell yeah, that'll work. And uh, I got home, I looked them up. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I got a good buy because I was looking up on eBay and they were like 25, 35, 50, 50 bucks a copy for them. So I got some pretty good deals at Smallx, Uh Speaking down. of
1: which, everybody. Uh... <laughs> Keep your eyes open. Stay tuned for uh, Morgan's next uh, Indiegogo campaign, uh, Hellvira 2, the marsupial succubus.
2: <laughs> Actually, it's got a good, kind of rolls off your tongue.
1: Kind of ring like to, it does to it, doesn't it? Yeah.
3: I do like that.
2: Where's her pouch
1: going to be, though? Uh, Poe, get on it. We need we need poster art.
2: <laughs> this could get scary fucking quick, you know what?
1: Uh, All right, Code,
2: so that is your one number one. What is your second number one?
1: My second number one, which should have been my first number one, uh, is, of course, 1981's John Landis fucking phenomenal best werewolf transformation ever film an american werewolf in london oh yeah classic um still hasn't been outdone as far, as far as uh werewolf
2: transformations oh yeah that is truly a great transformation the film i kind of come and go on it um really yeah I don't know. I just get dislodged from it, and then have his buddy that he fucking killed keeps talking to him. The whole thing he keeps seeing him back and forth. I don't know. I just I don't know. What I movie were we
1: just talking about where they were seeing their? I was on. I was going to mention that that was a throwback to uh, to American Werewolf in London. Shit, uh, which movie was it? Mm. Oh, Ginger Snap sequel. The Ginger Snap sequel, because uh, she keeps yep. seeing her dead sister. That yep. I'm sure that was uh, uh, inspired by and a throwback to uh, American yep. Werewolf
2: in London. What year did uh, uh, American Werewolf in London come out? 81. 81. Really, same year The yeah. Howling came out. Yeah.
1: Uh, Man, Landis gotta... was John Landis was on fire then. He was coming off
2: uh, Kentucky yeah.
1: Fried Movie and Animal House.
2: I still got to put the Howlings above its transformation, though. Just my personal opinion. Um, um I mean, they're no. running close no. together. I don't, I need to watch both of them again, which I have Me the too. Howlings etched in. I have the howlings etched in my head, so I really need to watch American Werewolf in London just See, to fast forward through all the bullshit and go straight to the train.
1: Admittedly, as a teenager, the first time I watched the howling, aside from the boobies, I I wasn't that enamored enamored by it. See, that's uh, how I
2: was with London.
1: And and as an adult I, I appreciate it a lot more now, the howling. I, I really yeah. enjoy it now. And uh, American Werewolf in London, I watched as a teenager and loved, and I still love it. Uh, but it's just, man, that John Landis, Jesus Christ, that guy. Whatever theme he's going for, and, and few directors can do this. You know, can go m- through multiple genres and whatever yeah. whatever genre they choose to step into, they just fucking nail it and and can make you totally feel whatever theme they're going for.
3: Yeah.
1: And John but, Landis is one of those rare directors that that does that. This, Excuse me. Uh, this movie just has such a, from the opening shot, has such a sense of gloom and doom. And well, yeah, it is in London. What do you expect? Eh. <laughs> Limey bastards. Sorry, Carrie. We still love you.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to uh, offend our yeah. Patreons, but. I mean it's a plague, what do you expect?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's uh wow, this movie, uh David Naughton uh he really sells it in the role and and, you know, sadly didn't go on to have I mean he's still acting, I guess, but he, he didn't go on to have a Big career, I guess, enough that he's still working. Yeah. But uh, I thought he, after the, his performance in this film, the guy should have had a big Hollywood career, but he didn't. And um,
2: I think another
1: like thing. a lot, a lot. John Land, that's a weird thing. John Landis's movies, he's had so many hit movies that were just fucking box office smashes made a shit ton of money and the actors in them don't go on to do much i mean they stay working like tim matheson in yeah. uh in uh, animal house you know he's he had a very long career but but you know he never never broke out as a big yeah. star and um
2: All right. keep talking i gotta go after another beer Right. I can still hear you. I can still add to it. So,
1: But, um... Well, John Belushi. You know, well, who knows? He, I mean, he probably... He might have had, he a, had a bigger career. Yeah, he did Blues Brothers, then he died. Which, that's another John Landis film. Blues Brothers.
2: Uh, Holy fuck, he's like... It's the John Landis car. Okay, Cody, if we ever get to acting, we're not doing a John Landis film. I see a pattern here. I don't know if
1: he's directing anymore. I think he, he mean I last I think he writes still maybe, but
2: <clears throat> Mike, where are you? This is your part. Oh, wait, Cody, you forgot to call him out. You gotta say Wikipedia Mike.
3: <laughs>
2: and he's sucking on the C B D again. Look at there. See it makes him so happy. <laughs>
3: jesus
1: christ trap don't ever send him dick pics i'll probably fucking die
2: (laughs) oh he's just laughing hearing me pissing ain't he (laughs) see i I like to give our listeners the whole experience
1: the full experience yeah nothing wrong see i'm not like cody
2: i've got the wireless headset when i go take a piss you're there with me the whole time I don't just blank out and then come back and say, okay, where were we at? I'm in the conversation the whole time.
0: Speaking of Travis, if you're still looking for the howling movies, I don't yes. know if you're I don't know if you're like me. I I you know, I prefer Blu-ray. I'm I'm you know, I need stuff on Blu-ray. If you can still stomach stuff on DVD, Oh I yeah, for that, the older stuff I can. Well let's let's say this. I found a howling set. It's an Australian in- I just want to see what, uh, what do you call it? If it's, um, NTSC format, which I think it is, and if it is, it'll play here. It's yeah. like three, four, five, and six on DVD, and it is about 40 bucks.
2: Oh, wow, that's not bad. No. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up
0: i'll send you a, i'll send you a link because i found it let me just oh awesome it, hell yeah I'm trying to check and see if it'll play in the uh in the us so i'll get back it to you
2: should in a few on play that. on the ps3s
0: ah okay yeah i'll get back to you in a few minutes on that
2: appreciate it yeah, sometimes it pays not. off to
0: be way behind yeah. in technology
2: hell yes See, I've actually got... Oh, that's Jaws. Where's my... I got... these. See, see, I like the little rental stickers over here. Fuck yeah. I've got the Howlings all the way up to there. So I've got Howling 1, 2, the Marsupials, Howling the Original Nightmare, and then the Howling Reborn. And that's where I couldn't get any more of them when we were looking for them because... Oh, good God, I couldn't... Well, I could have afforded them back then, but now I'm like, yeah, I ain't spending that much on them. But, uh, (laughs) Mike just gets tickled to shit when I go take a piss, doesn't he?
1: (laughs) Kind of disturbing, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Is it that loud it comes over my mic?
1: It's pretty fucking loud, yeah.
2: (laughs) I never thought about it. Well, see, I can do this. I can do that, and you won't hear me. But I feel My, the Patreon... Mike will, prob-
1: Mike will probably cancel <laughs> our show if you if you do that. <laughs> well,
2: I feel the Patreon should get the full experience. Sure, why not? So, just be glad I don't eat Taco Bell anymore.
1: <laughs> well, as long as Mike was so excited about your number one... Shall, uh, or, uh, shall we talk about your number one? <laughs> not your dick, but your number one... Uh... Uh, we've werewolf. already covered
2: <laughs> my number one, we the did. Howling. Yep.
1: Ah, oh, fuck. We did, didn't we? Actually, no, we were we've still covered there. it
2: like three times now.
1: <laughs> three times on this list. Yeah. Put
2: yep. <laughs> on list every time.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, a little bit more on American Werewolf in London. John Landis. Jesus Christ. The yep. uh, most amazing werewolf transformation. Practical were- 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 werewolf transformation. Werewolf transformation. Period. Let's be honest. Well, they have not done anything to top it since then.
2: One thing that disconnects me is it's a werewolf that's more like a wolf. It's on all fours. And
1: I'm forgiving about it because it's like, it's a big fucking beast, bad. It's like a fucking gorilla werewolf. It's very menacing.
2: Well, it's not that big. I mean it don't get and me wrong regular bullets a, to, kill
1: it. Yeah, let's face it in our it. part of the country it wouldn't be that
2: oh, uh, no no no. That no, I don't give a shit about regular bullets killing it. Um I always kind of felt like, you know, if I could have wrote the uh the werewolf folklore like yeah, regular bullets would kill one, but it just takes a lot to put one down, but they are they do have like a, a silver allergy where it can't heal as quick. So, you know, if you've got big enough guns, big enough caliber ratings, yeah, you could put one down, but it's going to take a lot to put one down, kind of like a water buffalo or something like that. You know, if you're running around with a 38 Special 9mm, even a 44 Magnum, it's really not going to be enough to take down a werewolf. So, just
1: basically make them just like <laughs> a,
2: any other big animal. But, also... I feel like there would be all kinds of different werewolves, just like there's all kinds of different people. You know, I'd feel like you'd have some smaller ones, just like dogs. And sure, wolves. sure. You have, it takes all you know, kinds
1: of uh, critters yeah. to make Farmer Vincent's critters. Farmer
2: critters, yeah. Crit- yeah. You'd have some that are leaner and smaller, that are super fucking fast, and you got your super big bruisers that can rip through your entire fucking house. And uh, so you know, and then and then your liberal werewolves that just whine all the time. Mm-hmm. Those uh, are called chihuahuas.
1: Chihuahua. oh,
2: okay, Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh,
1: speaking of which, are we you're mean, not going to gloss over that fucking poodle werewolf at the beginning of uh, the Howling
2: too? Oh yeah, D. Wallace. Well, yeah, I was like oh, that. Fuck. was was kinda of fitting to be D Wallace, but yeah, it was a little bit too much uh Poochie. Not wolfy, Poochie. So yeah, I do agree with that. And it, it had a fucking pug nose. You know? It didn't even have a wolf nose. But her her brother did fucking shoot her right between the eyes, so so Mm-hmm. fucking Kerr, bitch i'm shooting you before you get
3: knocked up
1: you
2: yeah oh, wait a minute no it was her husband that shot her wasn't it i'm sorry I don't remember i think it was but uh yeah the howling you know they're i got rate it rated as number one on our list right now but it yeah two three four all of them they kind of fall off. And I was really excited about Reborn because I had never seen Reborn until Smocks was closing down. And I saw Reborn, and I was like, oh, I gotta buy this motherfucker and watch it. And yeah, it, it, yeah. it wasn't horrible, but I had a better hope for it. But could have been better, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse, too.
1: How did we miss? That's what I want to know. Uh, during the excuse me, uh, during the 2000s, uh, in early uh, 2010s, when remakes were all the rage, how, how did we not get a a good howling remake then? Probably how we didn't get a lot of good remakes then, huh?
2: I think it's uh, part because the werewolf one is so hard to pull off. It's uh, you either do great or it's one of them that shows up on our show. <laughs> Fair so, enough. No, it's it's uh it's very hit or miss with the if now if you're incorporating the werewolf with like vampires and stuff like that, well, yeah, then you got other stuff to feed off too. But if it's straight strictly werewolf, it's really hard to pull off. And I think that's why we don't see more werewolf films than what we do especially your big budget busters which have we ever really had a big budget buster werewolf film
1: no the last attempt i well (laughs) actually actually do you want to count the uh underworld films no because they're vampire and werewolf yeah uh the last attempt then was probably uh what was it the 2011 2012 whatever it was uh Wolfman remake with Benicio del Toro and Anthony Hopkins Oh my
2: god it was fucking horrible.
1: I didn't think it was horrible I just didn't think it was good. <laughs> I mean it's Anthony tough.
2: Hopkins
1: well, Anthony Hopkins is he elevates any film he's in. Benicio yeah. del Toro is a great actor too. The movie just exactly. had a fucking shitty plot. It was shitty, shitty writing.
2: Plot, shitty writing. And I'm with you on... I, I agree with you 100% on what you just said about Anthony and do but... Oh, my God.
3: In the end, it I just felt like
2: such a waste. Such a waste. I The only thing I can say is I hope the script looked a lot better in black and white whenever them two were reading it and they decided to take it on. Yeah, because I was so just because Anthony Hopkins is one of my favorite actors. And oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this movie after I watched it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't think that one might make it on my bottom 10 list. Yeah, I was very, very upset with that movie.
3: Yeah,
2: it
1: definitely wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, And from from a hardcore fan of the original going into it, I was like,
2: wow. Yeah, it was nothing like the original. They would have been better off to to do a complete remake of the original and not change nothing except for... the Just uh, updating the effects and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. the effects. Yeah, they would have been much... Even the drunken part where he falls into the fucking tree. You know, I mean, they would have been better off to do all of that.
1: Which uh, but, I'd heard that uh, Anthony Hopkins was drunk for the whole, pretty much the whole filming of uh, the Wolfman remake.
2: I hope he yeah. was. I really do. Because, I mean, I'm hoping he, he did it for the money. I really do.
1: Yeah, well, the,
3: because, you know, at least uh, if we
1: know he was drunk through the whole thing. We know he didn't have to suffer
2: as much through it. I hope he was drunk when he read the script and agreed to it. And a line of cocaine, and hopefully cocaine-laced suppositories. Because, yeah, it's just that shitty of a film. I wasn't going to call it that bad, but, you know... (laughs) Oh, I did, I did. I I love... Werewolf movies are, are one of my favorites. And when I see that lineup coming, and then we get the pitch that we got, you know... From all the snips, you know, and all that coming across the TV and commercials. I'm like, hell yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I got Anthony Hopkins, you know. I got all that. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. And well, then yeah, I go w- spend my $15 to go watch it at the theater. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, well, and- you know,
1: yeah, we saw it had <clears throat> some really good talent attached to it. And uh, and we went in thinking, you know, this this is going to be, you know, th- this is the start of the new Dark universe that Universal was Mm -hmm. talking about. The reboot of uh, the Universal Monsters, which I was fucking thrilled for. And then they just fucked it all
2: up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I tried watching it a couple more times, and I never made it through it. Mm. I had to turn it off.
1: Oh, that and... uh, Oh, God, the... Tom Cruise's the Mummy. Ugh. I never watched that one.
2: I've I haven't I never finished it. <laughs> well, I quit watching Tom Cruise movies, except for the last one, Top Gun. I had to give him a pass on that one. It was when fucking awesome. Says, fucking awesome. Yes, it was. But when Tom Cruise got on national fucking T V and said, My job is just as hard as any soldiers out there. I'm making movies. My job is just as hard, if not harder, than an American soldier's job. And I was like, you fucking Scientologist fucking cocksucking prick. I'll never pay money to see another one of your fucking movies. Yeah,
1: nobody's shooting at you, you prick. <laughs>
2: yeah, and then I was like, fuck, you had to go back. You had to do fucking Top Gun after I said that, didn't you? You motherfucker. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go see one of your fucking movies, and that's it. Now, all was Mission Impossible Well, right, I have seen any of them.
1: No, I, I haven't seen anything past the second one, I think. But uh, no, Oops. and on top of that, the bastard, the dirty bastard had to, when Top Gun when they filmed uh, uh, Top Gun the Maverick, uh, China threw a fit because he had like a Beijing flag on all the flags on the back of his flight jaz- uh, vest mm-hmm. or his flight jacket. And, and they said uh, they weren't going to release it in China if he, they didn't uh, change that and either blur that that out or reshoot it. And and Tom Cruise said, nah, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you, China. Uh, which, I mean, I personally will say that right now. Can, can we do that together on three? Okay. Fuck you, China. Fu- yep. One, two, three. Fuck you, fuck
2: China. Fuck you, China. Uh, and that's the uh, end of our Wi-Fi. Fuck. Yeah,
1: <laughs> damn it! That was quick.
3: <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, they, they they said we're not gonna re- we're not gonna allow Top Gun Maverick to be uh, released in China if you don't blur out that Beijing flag or whatever the fuck it was they didn't like on his vest. And they said, nah, well, fuck you, don't release it then. We're gonna yep.
2: make a bunch of money anyway. And they did. It's gonna get there anyway, motherfuckers. It'd just be a little late to your country. Cause the people will speak and they will want it. Yep. But anyway, so
1: I guess we've covered our favorite werewolf films. Uh Mike.
2: Them, yeah.
1: Are you want Mike, do you want to take us into the news?
2: The news. The redneck. Right, <laughs> right. Wikipedia, Mike. That's what it takes to wake you up. Oh my God, Cody's pissing again do doo de doo de doo de doo doo Give him a minute. See, he needs one of these, doesn't he? Who know what he's doing? Because I'm not sure if he's peeing or if he's over doing that. I'm pretty sure he shook it over twice. Come on, Come on, Cody. Come on, Clayton, come on. There he is. Brother, you gotta get you one of these Turtle Beach wireless headsets. So Why, well, everybody brother.
1: wanna listen to me P two?
2: Yep. Mike, Mike was just... He got back <laughs> on here laughing. I was like, dude, Cody's pissing. I was like, he's gotta get one of these. So he can share with the viewers and might come on. Like, he was trying to say something I couldn't understand it. The full
1: experience. The full experience.
3: <laughs> oh, year was the
0: longest stream and the best stream. Oh, God, we'll have a contest. It'll be great.
2: Hey. Brings whole new
1: meaning to streaming service.
2: Southern Takeover. The pissing wars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. All right, me and you both Southerners, we got to get a Yankee on here too for that one. Somebody's got to wear a blue hat. Something's in the works. We'll talk
0: about it after the show real quick.
2: That'll work. So, I'm going to start our news off, Code. Isn't really horror-related, but guess what? Michael fucking Keaton is coming back as Batman. I
1: saw that. I saw the trailer. But
2: don't get too excited. It's just for the Flash movie or series, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. It's just, I don't think it's like for a full role. It's just as a fucking, whatever you call it. It's that new upcoming Flash movie or series, whichever the two it is. I ain't really interested in them.
1: The movie, it's uh, that movie with Ezra Miller, who, yeah, they they <clears throat> shit canned, they shit canned Henry Cavill, and the rest of the DC cast of the DC uh, uh, superhero movies. But, yeah. but they they're they're wanting because they've got so much fucking invested in this fucking piece of shit Flash movie. The, and Ezra Miller's fucking worthless ass, the the cunt. Uh, uh, well, pardon me, ladies. I meant cunt in a in a negative male way, not a negative female I didn't. way. Didn't. But Ezra Miller I didn't. Is a, a is a great sour big fucking, fucking
2: cottage cheese mess. You don't even want to sour down and cream
1: sniff. filled with no chives. No chives. Fucking. Big old fucking pussy that is Ezra Miller. Uh.
3: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, shit. I knew Mike was gonna get on this one. <laughs>
2: but the real question is. Where there'll be bacon bits.
1: <laughs> Ezra Miller, you might pull me back in if you have bacon bits.
2: <laughs> or are they Krabby Patties?
3: <laughs>
1: but anyway, yeah, this motherfucker oh. goes around, holds uh, a <laughs> fucking kidnaps <laughs> a girl uh, from her mother at gunpoint. And 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 now they're one James Gunn and fucking DC Studios are wanting to fucking resurrect this fucking piece of shit's career, but their shit cannon Henry Cavill is and uh, mm. Gal Gadot uh, and and all the other
2: Gal Gadot seemingly
1: okay yeah Wonder Woman oh yeah the Man, hot Serbian chick that plays Wonder Woman
2: not really she did not impress me as Wonder Woman at all. I was. I like the first. Fucking disappointed.
1: Woman, no, Wonder Woman eighty four was fucking god awful.
2: Not but built the first like Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman. Okay. Not as tall as Wonder Woman should be, and looks nothing like an Amazonian princess. There's plenty of body. Oh, uh, she need to hit the gym.
1: That's for sure. She definitely hit need the to the hit gym, the
2: gym. Like she, she need to do more than hit the fucking gym. She did. That bitch gonna have to put on like forty five fucking pounds of nothing but raw muscle to be Wonder Woman. Yeah.
1: What What about nah. Linda Carter though? She wasn't that. She was tall, but she wasn't that muscular back in the day.
2: Look at the year back then. Women. had that have to do with anything? A huge thing. Back then, women weren't supposed to have muscles. They weren't supposed to work out. They weren't supposed to do this. It took away from the femininity. Now, women can work out. That second can grow exactly. Women can be what the fuck they want to be, which I'm fine with. Which, if you're talking about an Amazon princess, it's not going to look like that black haired olive oil thing they've got. Cass Wonder Woman now. I was Uh, higher than that.
1: I liked the first Wonder Woman. It was okay. Uh, but the second one sucked balls. My God, it was horrible. Uh, now, uh that she's being, not uh, even built. Why couldn't built
2: good enough to do that?
1: Why couldn't we got like Ronda Rousey or somebody to play a, a true badass to play uh, Wonder Woman? I fuck. They could have dyed Ronda Rousey's hair, and I would have been all on board with her being Wonder Woman.
2: She too short. They got to be they, over six. They, that doesn't matter anymore.
1: Room. That doesn't matter anymore. Camera angles.
2: True. Look at Al Pacino. Yeah. That little fella's like five foot one. Oh, yeah. but anyway, on the Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman, but don't get too fucking exciting. excited because uh, so is Ben Affleck in the same fucking movie.
1: I like Batfleck. I like Sorry.
2: Don't go by it.
1: I, I thought Seriously? he did fine as Batman, yeah. He's no Michael Keaton, oh. don't get me wrong. Michael Keaton's always going to be Batman to me. Hey, at uh, least we're not getting yeah. at least we're not getting George Clooney. I I pray to God we're not getting George Clooney Batman back. That's better than Affleck. No. What was yes. wrong with his portrayal of Batman? In the, I'd in rather see Death Val
2: Kilmer come back.
1: Uh he played Blunt, Batman in, He played Batman uh, Bluntman Val in Kilmer the, uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot.
2: I would rather see Val Kilmer come back. As I would Ben Affleck, even though he's got to go,
1: I am Batman
2: now. That'd be fine. That'd be better than Ben Affleck.
1: What What didn't you like about Ben Affleck's portrayal as Batman?
2: Uh, everything. His I movement, thought he was... His speech. Pretty much the whole thing. And I'm one of the big Batman. I thought... Nut.
1: My God! What the yes, fuck. Was I thought that that was a holy of, shit. Uh, that Mike was
2: scary. Clips.
1: Yeah, do it again, Mike. My God, you didn't Gosh. even fucking finish it.
2: Damn, that's My scarier God. than it was the last oh, wow. time I was. Oh
1: wow! Whoa,
2: <laughs> damn, that's like an erection with teeth and eyes, with two eyes and. Something around the edge that I couldn't see because it was too quick. That was fucking scary.
1: Batfleck was good. I don't give a fuck what you say. Uh,
2: <laughs> no, uh,
1: Better than Kilmer Fleck. Better than Clooney Fleck. Uh, Clooney, nope. Clooney, Clooney, nope. Batman. Whatever the
2: fuck. Nope. Clooney. Well, their Kilmer. biggest problems was back in then, back in them days. Your newer Batman actors can actually act. <laughs> In the old days, they were in a giant fucking rubber condom they couldn't fucking move in. So they had to depend on their actors around them to be able to do a scene, because all they did was do the husky voice. And
1: What, do you, do what the fuck are you bed. talking about? Fucking uh, Adam West fucking killed it.
2: Yeah, he didn't have the rubber suit. All these guys, I'm talking about your when they made batman mainstream with the black rubber suit yeah they couldn't move yeah, Keaton like even george clooney
1: 89 yeah. yeah
2: george clooney well even keaton's suit wasn't as bad as the Keaton suit wasn't as muscular as the rest of them like george clooney and val kilmer they couldn't raise their hand up past though they couldn't even get it that far up he said you were just basically standing there and that's why both of them were both offered more Batman roles, and they turned them down because they hated playing them. They said, in that bat suit, you're not acting. You're just fucking talking. <laughs> a 12-year-old kid could come kick the shit out of you in them Batman suits back then. Uh,
1: now, imagine I'm modern- that. Imagine that, a fucking, uh, like Clooney, a classically trained experienced actor. I can't do this because I just have to talk. You know, I have to act. You know, I can't act. <laughs>
2: They couldn't. I mean, it was like from here.
1: That's no, I'm it. saying I. They're saying I can't emote. I can't make people interested in what I'm saying. I have to be able to move.
2: Yeah, true.
3: But yeah, I I, I didn't hate
1: you're not uh, Ben okay, Affleck you're at all. Is I I didn't hate Ben Affleck at all as Batman. Not my favorite by far, but oh. I thought he did justice. Oh. Pun
2: pun but. pun. Okay, what about Bruce Wayne driving a fucking Jeep Liberty around town?
1: I don't give a fuck. He's rich. He's a billion. Drive whatever the fuck he wants.
2: Bruce Wayne is not going to drive a fucking Jeep Liberty around Why fucking not? town. Fucking Bruce Wayne. When did Wayne. he drive?
1: When did he drive a Jeep Liberty?
2: a film? It might not have been the Jeep Liberty, but it was a fucking Jeep when he was Bruce Wayne driving it around.
1: Probably a fancy ass Jeep Wrangler that was all tricked out.
2: No! No, it was one little cheap fucking get-stuck-in-my-fucking-backyard. Won't even make it around my pond, Levy. This was it a commercial, the
1: not the movie, though, right? It don't fucking matter.
3: It no, does it fucking matter.
2: It was in the movie, too. Yeah, no, it didn't... Fucking sucked. Anyway, I don't we need to that. move on because we're going to debate on this for cat? hours. I don't fucking Yeah, and know. I'll still be right. They all make my stomach turn. They all make my stomach turn. No, nah, you won't yeah, be right uh, on this. I got tons of Batman people that will back me up on this. Ben Bat Affleck should have Ben Affleck should have stuck to sucking J Lo's ass rather than playing Batman.
1: Well, that's what and he's doing career. now.
2: Went farther. Exactly. He's went back He's to that. Went farther. because he that played being said,
1: uh, th- Oh no, that being said, still far superior to Kilmer or Clooney in the role. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yes.
2: Nope. And they were two complete different Batman roles too.
1: Yeah, uh, Affleck's actually required some acting.
2: Yeah, he could move actually had a suit
1: well he, he played bruce act. wayne a lot more in his in his portrayal i
2: don't know i'd have to watch all the films to really debate that good again we'll and go I back really through watch... i will and i think I d- you I d- will d- agree I that i'm right i don't want to watch ben Affleck or asflack
1: Affleck again
2: uh, yeah yeah he's not a batman God, we need to but, get a little uh
1: we need to get a little emoji of that. We'll have to get with uh, Poe on that. Where across the bottom of the screen we'll have a little Bat duck. Uh a Batman duck that walks uh or a Batman goose yeah, that walks across. That'd be funny. Affleck, Affleck.
2: Have you watched the newest Batman film? I haven't watched I haven't seen it yet.
1: The Batman with Robert Patterson. You know, mm-hmm. Uh I did. I didn't like the movie. Yeah, nay. nay. Nay, nay. It's like nay. three hours long. It wow. drags a lot. But I will say this: it's the movie is. I don't enjoy the movie. A lot of people people really play praise it. Uh, I don't enjoy the movie because it's slow and I the the plot is kind of muddled to me. But it's not Robert Pattinson's fault, Mister Twilight. He does an excellent job as Batman in it. He just couldn't save the hey, film. Man. And and that takes a lot because I hate, you know, you know how much I hate the Twilight films. Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. does a oh, good job too. in this. He does a good job in this film. He, 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 he so. really does. But the movie is just, mm, it, it drags. And uh it all feels like it's just trying to set up the sea, a sequel, which we're gonna get whether we want or not. And they they tried to play play it like kinda of, not really an origin story, but like like an early Batman story, like whenever the first couple of years he's being Batman and it just it doesn't work for me.
2: It's already been done. They're, they're yeah, not gonna stop like, Chris. They're not going to top Christian Bale's origin of Batman.
3: You know,
1: I I wasn't the biggest fan of Batman Begins, <clears throat> but uh, the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. hands down, my favorite Batman film. Yeah, and not not really? just because of Heath Ledger, mainly because of Heath Ledger, but not just because of him. Him and Christian Bale, they had the perfect balance in that film. Oh yeah, between and he, hero and uh, between hero and prota- or antagonist and uh and uh, that's and and he leather I'm Ledger not a big got fan, the Oscar for that after he'd already fucking died, so it didn't matter well, yeah, he fucking but, died
2: they always give him Oscars after they die, yeah, but but hands down it, he would have got it anyway, he'd fucking done phenomenal on that film he. He probably played the best joker since Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And and you know when really? when I heard when I heard and the, I hate the, the, to say it,
2: but maybe just a hair above Jack. Yeah. But yeah, those I'll, I'll were, say that too. But those were two complete jokers too that were playing. Yeah. So if you would put Jack back in to really compare <laughs> them Apples to apples, you would have to put Jack in his prime and give him the role as the evil Joker, as Heath was, and I think Jack would surpass him, hands down.
1: Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I don't. Well, I honestly don't know as big of a Jack Nicholson fan as I am. This movie, I went. And I was rooting against Heath Ledger. I mean, he was just coming off *Brokeback Mountain*. Not that I have anything against fucking gay cowboys, because of course. You know, I grew up on a cattle ranch. That fucking shit happens all the time. Cowboys are fucking gay, all of them, right? Right. Okay.
2: Are you trying to Are you trying to share something with here, Cody? That's right. Some bad experiences. <laughs> nothing against them.
1: Yeah, nothing. It's, it's, oh, it ain't the cowboys you got to watch. Them. It's the horny cows, the horny bulls. You got to watch out for them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Ugh>.
2: <laughs> Let me re. What? Well, no.
1: really re reposition. Ugh.
2: Oh, that's better. Uh, If you look at... uh, Oh, damn, talking about gay cowboys and you had to reposition. What the... Okay, now I'm getting worried. Uh-oh. Like I said, it's hard on the ranch. (laughs) (laughs) But no, seriously, if you take Jack Nicholson in his prime of acting... Well, actually, really, when he was the same age as Heath, I don't feel he had hit his peak yet. I don't feel Jack hit his peak till he was well pushing fifty.
1: Um, uh, I'm gonna say his early forties, shining, shining.
2: I would say 80 l- the to late forties. Um, if you put Jack in a role where he has to be in more evil, diabolical Joker than his clown Joker. In the Keaton film, I don't know, man. I could see him mopping the floor with Heath. Now, don't get, get me wrong; I'm not taking nothing away from Heath's performance. That was one of the best Joker performances I've ever seen. Hell of a lot better than Joaquin Phoenix's. I was very disappointed in that fucking. You movie didn't movie. like
1: oh, that one? Gosh, I did. I, I like. I, I liked what they did. I with liked that. it, it was so different. It was so I different. I liked
2: it. I liked it, but it. That's not the Joker. I did like it, but it's I, well. Well, see, I'm it was. A big, a, I'm
1: yet again a different a, version of the Joker.
2: Exactly. Um, going that. Sure, yeah, fucking it wasn't Jared was
1: fucking Leto.
2: Yeah, but see, I'm a huge Batman fan. You know, I haven't done a walk around in here, but I've got a big Batman shrine over there. All the shit I've collected since I've been little. Um but uh yeah that's just not the joker for me that's just the fucking psychopath that puts on cloud makeup and finally decides to fucking start shooting people um yeah i didn't no that's not the joker well they made a little more realistic i like that yeah kind of but that's the thing about the joker the joker anybody can be the joker The thing about the Joker was he was fucking smart enough not to ever get fucking caught. He was always one step ahead, was the thing with the Joker. That's why Batman had such a fucking problem catching him. Because Batman was one of the smartest motherfuckers out there. But Joker was a very smart motherfucker, and he was always two steps ahead, is what made the Joker. So, we've got way off the fucking track line of what we've been... Yes. Discussing on here, we're gonna have to have a fucking Batman and Joker episode here before long. uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. So anyway, Cody, you have any news? I've done covered mine.
1: Uh, uh just the Children of the Corn remake, and yet another Children of the Corn remake we're getting uh, from uh, yes RLJE but... Films and Shutter.
2: Yes, coming to theaters March third.
1: Then streaming <coughs> March the 21st. Very limited theatrical run, like a lot of movies now.
2: Oh, no, I hate that. They, you know, it's like, oh, why should I go to the theater? I can wait two or three weeks and I can catch it on film. Damn it. And my notes hit the floor and opened up. So I'm going to be a minute.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um,. I don't know if I want another Children of the Corn. Eh.
2: If they do, it right, didn't they remake hard. it? Didn't they remake it like ten years ago? I don't know if they remade it; they relabeled it. Two thousand nine. You call it a remake? Thank you, Wiki Mike. Um, I couldn't hear him. What do he say? Two thousand nine. Was that a remake or was it a relabel? Remake. Okay, get ready. He's going to start laughing again.
0: For (laughs) sci-fi.
1: You get way too much enjoyment out of that, Mike. (laughs) Grab, you're going to have to take the headset off and hold it down by your dick or something. We might kill Mike if you do that.
3: I'm gonna
2: have to get me a squirt bottle so I can squirt a second stream out there. Hey, Mike, what do you think about that one? (laughs) Oh. Alright, I gotta dig all my notes off the floor. My damn binder hit the floor and opened up. So, all right, okay, I found my news, which is not really news. It's more of a, it's more of a coming attractions. What the fuck is my phone doing? Don't pop that shit up. Okay. All right, so uh, we're gonna go straight from news because we tried to do a news segment y'all but it's kind of hard to fucking do because there's not a lot of horror news anymore and the horror news you do get is guess what upcoming features so we have the strays february 22nd uh i didn't write down a synopsis because it just looks fucking interesting and it's netflix and February twenty fourth, one I've been looking forward to, Cocaine Fucking Bear. Oh yeah, it's in theaters February twenty fourth, and it's based on a true story. But the true story is not near as good as the movie. Uh, I gotta fix my shit. My shit's all falling apart here. Uh, have you heard the true story behind Cocaine Bear Code? Uh,
1: uh yeah, I have. Uh, basically, a. Uh... Some uh, drug runners flying coke over and uh, a drug shipment over. Uh, I don't remember the plane crashes or they're forced to dump their load and a uh, black bear. Yep, uh, gets into the cocaine, finds it in the woods, and gets into it and goes on a rampage. Which I don't uh, think anybody was actually killed in nope, the. Nope.
2: Nope. 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 That's the end of it. Uh, The true story was the uh, how they found the cocaine (laughs) was uh, the bear was the bear got in like where they they were the plane was crashing and they were trying to dump so they wouldn't crash. Well they dumped too late which it wouldn't have mattered anyway. And so like the cocaine dump hit the ground plane crashed like mile and a half three miles away from where the cocaine uh, was dumped and so they were looking for what the plane dropped because the ranger had saw it and how they found it was buzzards a bear wandered in and got into this fucking cocaine dump and his fucking heart exploded he there was no rampage nothing like that the bear just got in there fucking lived it up for like the best 20 fucking minutes of his life and fucking fell over and kaboom and that's how they found the surplus of drugs was with fucking buzzards. And I'm sure they had a lot of fucking crazy fucking buzzards dancing around there, too. I so mean, there are worse bear. ways to go, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just see the old buzzard off Looney Tunes, the da do 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 doing about 200 mile an hour around that motherfucker. But, uh, so yeah, that was the story on the co- cocaine one. Cocaine bear. But I still want to see the film. The film looks fun as fuck. Yeah, and then March tenth. This is Amazon Prime. We have bunker. And all I can make out of this synopsis is this is going to be war horror.
3: It sounds like no,
1: it sounds like fucking fifty burial. gajillion every... Uh, yeah ever uh, fifty gajillion other war horror movies that uh, I've heard of.
2: Yeah, it seems like you're run of the mill, but for some reason, people are pushing it. It's Probably because they're paid to push it. But anyway, uh, then guess what we have coming out March 10th, Cody?
3: I'm oh, sure what? Guess
2: this one. Scream! Uh, scream the Scream. Uh, yep. They're scream actually six.
1: calling this one
2: Scream 6, too, right? Are, aren't they? I don't. I, I don't call it Scream 6. I call it Scream 6. Scream 6. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it.
1: At least yeah, they're not I, calling it no.
2: Scream 2023. Oh, I'll probably wind up seeing it, but my wife likes them, but that's fine. Um, Another we know interesting... Neb, Neb
1: Campbell's not supposed to be in this one. We got Courtney Cox, but no Nev Campbell.
2: I thought she was making just a uh, short jot on there. No, she said she's not a, a... And I think
1: she may. That may just be a whole marketing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she has said that uh she was not attached to it because they wouldn't offer they wouldn't offer her any money to do it. Oh well, can't blame her there. Yeah, after okay. fucking thirty years you don't want to offer the lead of the series uh a decent paycheck. Yeah, I can't blame her. Yeah.
2: All right, and we have shutter releases for March. Shut up. Spoon. Spoonful of sugar March 2nd. And, it helps the I medicine write, go down. Well, I didn't write nothing down. Oh wait, I did. Okay. Oh uh, this <laughs> this one was funny as fuck. A babysitter has LSD <laughs> fueled sexual awakening. That's it. A babysitter as has one an does LSD. Fueled sexual awakening. That's all I needed to know on that one. That's all I wrote down. Okay, we'll check I'm it a, out. I'm a I just I just wanna know why, why the fuck was not LSD around when I had babysitters. What the fuck? And then we have Leave March seventeenth, which is I guess the sequel to Spoonful of Sugar. That's just I just kind of noticed that so <laughs> the parents come home and leave uh, we have the unheard on the 31st of March and this one is oh I did write down a synopsis for this one it must have been interesting a woman undergoes experimental hearing restoration surgery and begins hallucinations seemingly related to her mother's disappearance and I did watch uh, the trailer this one, I mean, the synopsis doesn't look like it'd be interesting, interesting at all, but I think I watched the trailer on that one. No, it you already lost me.
1: I, I had my hearing repaired in my right ear last year, and my mother dis- didn't disappear.
2: Yeah, no, this was the mother disappeared before she had it done. But now she's having hallucinations oh. Oh. related to her mother's disappearance. And that's all I got for the news. You got anything? So, you're saying if I stab out my eardrums, my mother will disappear? No. You just won't be able to hear her when she's screaming at you. And she's probably going to scream at me more to tell you what she wants you to know. So, don't do that. Mm. Damn it. Uh, Yeah,
1: I think that's about all I got for the news. Let me see. Oh hey, uh, they uh, Warner Brothers has confirmed that the uh, even though after the uh, change in uh, command at DC Studios, that uh, Constantine two with Keanu Reeves is still happening. Cool. Yeah, I, I thought the first one was okay. I did. I didn't love it by any means, but
3: uh, it was uh, a. Yeah. It.
2: It's been so long, I don't remember.
1: Uh, yeah, I think we got uh, knock it, uh, M. Night Chaloman's new one, Knock at the Cabin, with Dave Batista. It's supposed to be coming out sometime soon. Yeah, I mentioned that one on our last show. Or has it come out? I um, think it's
2: already out now. Yeah, that's why I mentioned it on our previous show. It helps if you do notes before the show, Cody. You think? Yeah, you kind of. We're, we're we're getting this vision. You're like going in the camera. I'm not sticking my finger in the camera. No, it's in your phone. This is what I'm trying to dict dictate or whatever you say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not even pissing. <laughs>
1: The Exorcist oh, reboot adds Olivia Markham to the cast. <laughs> Who the fuck's Olivia Markham, and why the fuck would they do an Exorcist reboot? Blumhouse, that's why. Blumhouse. No. Blumhouse
3: is going to destroy
0: the Exorcist. Fuck him, he sucks.
1: Blumhouse is going to destroy the Exorcist just the way they just destroyed the Halloween franchise. Go ahead and say it, Mike. I want to hear you say it.
0: No Halloween. I'll never, for, I'll never change my stance on it. It's great. Fuck Phil.
1: You'll get over it. Wait, just remember, Mike. Halloween ends. They did not have even a fake Donald in Halloween ends. You cannot, by proxy, you cannot love Halloween ends more than Halloween kills.
2: Mike just said it's a fucking film. So the last one's a porno film. Am I missing something here? Oh, Cody froze. Hmm. Oh no, he didn't. Oh, he was just ignoring me. I'm used to this. It's fine. Hmm. (laughs) See, I get the grunt of approval. I'm used to this, too. He gets that from his dad. I've heard this from his dad many times when he's grunting him, but usually his dad's grunt to him is not a. approval. Oh, shit. How did I
1: forget? How did I forget that uh, I already mentioned that... that, uh... Uh, Never mind, I already mentioned that uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. were uh, in talks to reprise their roles for a uh, I Know What You Did uh, Last Summer Legacy sequel. Oh,
2: damn, I thought
1: you were going to say a Scooby-Doo reboot. Fucking right, I want to see another Scooby-Doo sequel. Especially after that fucking shitty-ass HBO Max Velma series, woke-ass Velma series. Only fucking... if
2: they have a topless Velma.
1: No, no, she's... Okay, have you not heard about this new Velma series on HBO Max? I didn't waste Max? my fucking
2: time with it.
1: I watched the trailer, and I thought, this looks horrible. <laughs> but then uh, our good buddy, Aaron Cove, watched the first few episodes of it, and it confirmed everything I was worried about on it. Um Fucking... Velma uh she's I think she's African American this in this which I don't care I just don't like when you take Why characters' a classic when you take characters that have been established for like 50 60 plus yeah. years and feel the need to we need to swap their genders swap their nationalities yes. to be more relevant I want a yeah, white and Jemima
2: or Mexican and Jemima Right, fucking now. I want well, they them.
1: ruined and they ruined that. They and they made them take hand Jemima off the fucking <clears throat> oh, no. turf. You know, and that was her family, family was, legacy. Yeah, that was their legacy. Uh, you oh, know, yeah, I'm I, it, it was wasn't.
2: Shit. It, you but, know what uh, the fucking problem is with all this woke shit? Please tell Back me. Thirty years ago, thirty fucking years ago, if these people were woke culture and started coming out, you know what would have happened? They would have got fucking shot. And henceforth, you wouldn't hear from them. Am I not right? Probably. Mm-hmm. That's our problem. No,
1: when people would start acting ridiculous and, and making ridiculous claims... Uh, Done. Well, no, they they would have been shut down, though. They, they would have been said, Hey, you know, that you're no better than everybody else. You have the same rights as everybody else. Now well,
3: they, fucking... they would have had a mom
2: and dad that would have beat their ass. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes, yes,
3: yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly I never get to
2: uh, turn the sound on. It's too quick. <laughs> so I never get Mike's full little clips. The only time the only time I get the full extent of Mike's clips is when I'm taking a piss. You're
1: <laughs> gonna have to do a clip show sometime. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh
2: shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Damn it. Um, I can already see they're going to rename our show from Southern Takeover to Southern Piss Over. <laughs> Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that, should I? He probably have a, little,
1: have a little crop duster flying across the top of the screen, <laughs> sprinkling piss out.
2: Ball head, uh, mullet flying fun. in the back.
1: <laughs> Welcome to American Bannister Airlines,
2: Bannister Airlines.
3: What am going for?
2: I'm going to have Reggie's hairline. I've already got it.
1: yeah uh that's something we'll offer as a uh as a patreon tier at some point guys uh where uh if you pay we haven't decided the amount yet but you can get a strand of uh trav's hair which it's a it's a becoming a rarity so you know uh
2: hey hey and depending on the patreon level you can get the streaming locks here or the streaming locks there whichever you choose
1: (laughs) one's a little more curly both are equally gray Uh, both are silky though
0: i'm I'm gonna die i'm gonna die i can't i can't breathe i can't
2: breathe mike mike you you get whatever (laughs) strand you want for free yeah yeah they're both the silky, but one of them tastes more like crab than the other, and that's all it looks he'll, he'll mail them
3: to
1: you in a heart-shaped box.
2: Ziploc bag, so the freshness is there.
0: <laughs> my, spe- my my my
3: my Special Valentine. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Fuck, oh. we need to write a script. We might even get David Boreanaz attached to this and, one. And
2: depending on how drunk I am, it may be your bloody Valentine, too, when I shins it to you.
1: <laughs> I think that's called syphilis, buddy.
2: No, it's when I'm trimming and I get too close. See, I, oh, I, 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 my shit, I hear you. My shit's really coarse. I got to get them buzzer with the turbo. And if you ever get your angle wrong, it, oh, yeah, it, you got to go. You know it.
1: it. You know it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't have hemorrhoids, it just shaves them right off. Yep. <laughs> Saves on the doctor bills, it really does.
3: <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> my eyes, my eyes, my eyes are burning. I can't see it. I'm gonna die. Holy shit, I'm gonna die. <laughs>
1: yeah sadly mike we'll miss you because i don't want to produce this shit
2: oh mike don't put the cbd oil in your eyebrows the shit (laughs) will burn when it gets in your eyes
1: trab's already tried it on top of his head don't try that either it doesn't work
2: no it doesn't work sadly i've tried about three thousand dollars worth of shit yep they don't work And when I was saving up to uh, go to Bosley's, I got arrested, and then I had to spend all that on an attorney, so.
3: But
1: you didn't get convicted, (sighs) because you had Matlock on the case.
2: And Google Maps. (laughs) And Google Maps. I was arrested, well, for our uh, viewers that don't know, I was arrested by an Arkansas official, but I was still in Missouri by Google Maps. Granted, I could have walked to the road ditch and strained real hard and pissed on Arkansas, but I was still in Missouri. And I was found not guilty in a court of law. Which was great, because I was drunk as fuck when that happened. On a little side road, waiting for Cody to get home. (laughs) But he was out playing in the hot tub with your ex-father-in-law, wasn't you? yep yep can't blame me there <laughs> good times good times
1: yep i I've never uh I've never seen a lawyer really they're usually pretty common collected I've never seen a lawyer oh uh my god uh, one, once the verdict was read uh, I've never seen a lawyer turn to their uh Client so quickly and say, hey, you guys need to get the fuck out of Arkansas right now.
2: (laughs) And And we did. We did. (laughs) When we were getting up to leave, he was like, hey, and if you get stopped on the way out of Arkansas, call me. I don't care if I'm in court, because if they pull you over before you make it to Missouri, you're going to make a lot of money, and so am I. Oh my god, he scared me so bad. Can you remember? We went to lunch break right before my case. When we come back, it didn't look like he'd combed his hair. His hair was fucking standing up. And he didn't know who the fuck you were? No! And I was the only long-haired motherfucker there. I was dressed up. I looked like fucking Chad Kroger then. And fuck, I'd fucking had my hair done. I had a button-up pearl snap shirt. Fucking rock star fucking pants. Had no clue who I was. Keep telling yourself there. that. I'm sitting there. Well, that's what the strippers used to say. So I'm sitting there,
3: and my attorney's here,
2: and I got another woman sitting over here, and she's writing everything down, and she's sliding this notepad to him every so often. He's looking at yeah, and I looked at her. And I'm like, is he paying attention to anything that's fucking going on in here? She said, "Oh, hun, he can't hear a word they're saying up there." And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I thought I was done, but when he got up there. It was like an episode of Boston fucking legal. He ate their fucking asses for lunch. It was great. I'd like God, to know what was great when he got way.
1: Boom Boom. Our buddy Boom Boom up on the stand. <clears throat> who oh, my actually God. had been in the vehicle with Trav that evening.
2: He got everybody lost. Even it had me lost. And I was driving. But yeah. See, yeah, uh, folks.
1: For the, for those of you who don't know, in our part of the country, we're we it's not necessarily that we are we condone drunk driving or anything drinking and driving, but no, of course not. We no we but we will drink, have a few drinks, and uh, it's called backroading. You'll go around just putting around, driving slow around it's the dirt road, a couple blocks from your house down the country. Yeah. you you know, and you drive slow. You put around. Yes, it's still drinking and driving, but uh, it, it's it's not putting anybody harm. I mean, you're you're driving very slowly and pretty much just going hanging out, have a few of your buddies in the yeah. vehicle, and and, and it's drive not like we're but, doing it
2: at times when school's letting out. Exactly, you are coming out of service. I mean, <clears throat> it's like ten o'clock at night. You know them times, and And like like a max speed of fifteen miles an hour. Oh, and like at at Cody's place, it's not really even driving; it's driving in squares. That's how the roads are. And when you get to my side of the river, it's you're not going to see anybody. I mean, it's old logging roads. You're in four wheel drive. You're crawling around low range, easing around, and that's it. Which we don't do it anymore. Back in our youth, we did, and I'm not. I'm gonna argue with anybody yes technically we were in the fucking wrong yeah. should i have went to jail that night probably not i'm sure the cop wishes i wouldn't have went to jail that night because we had one it was pretty cool would see here's the whole thing all right we were going along we were going back to cody's and uh i stopped and i pulled up off the road because there was a couple houses there I was like, I got to piss. And they're like, well, he'll stop. And I was like, no, there's a couple of houses. So I pulled past there and pulled up a road where I was out of any range, you know, of anybody shining a light. And just being respectful of the houses, you know, because it's always odd when you live out in the middle of nowhere and somebody stops within flashlight distance of your house and they're shutting a the truck off, you're always suspicious. You're like, well, what the fuck's going on? So just being respectful. So I did that. So then I back back up and he's like, what are you doing? Go straight up this road. We'll go to Cody's. Like, well, I ain't went this way in a long time we were across the creek, and I didn't realize this road went into Arkansas when we got across the creek. Or, is some it, guy sat it, in as the it's middle pronounced road, in Arkansas, uh, across the creek. The crack. The crack. So, this guy turns on his high beams, and I'm like, what the hell? So, I whoop off in the ditch row because he's sitting in the middle of the road, and all of a sudden he turns on these blue lights. I'm like, oh, well, shit, boys. <laughs> I'm going to jail. Y'all have fun tonight. Well, he's a flaming fucking asshole. He's hollering and screaming over the PA. I'm like, my hands are out the window. And we had one of our buddy's sons with us. He's like, you in the middle, get your hands up. I was like, His hands are up, sir. He just, he's not a real big feller. His hands are against the windshield. <laughs> and uh, the second guy that shows up, he's like, I'm going to call my partner and get him out here. The second guy, he's cool. He has to get out of the truck. He's like, just, you know, y'all got any weapons on you? No, sir sweating my ass off because I did in the truck, and uh I was like no sir none on me he's like, alright y'all good you don't stand here and uh checked us and I told him exactly where we'd been what we were doing where we were going I pull up straight with him told him about how much I drank I wasn't sure and that one looked at me he's like well you got anybody you can uh call Come pick you and your truck up and we'll let you all go. And the next thing I knew, the one prick <laughs> grabs me, has my arm jacked up behind me, slams me in the hood of my truck, makes my cell phone dance off the end of my truck. Oh hell no, he's going to fucking jail. And I'm like, Oh shit, here we go. Well, I thought I was going to our little Donovan jail. No. We wind up in Pocahontas. So we get out. But I'm thinking, Oh yeah, I'll go to Donovan jail, I'll be able to slide out of this shit. Yeah. So they let me out of the truck, and I look up, and I'm like, whoa. I was like, I'm not in Donovan. He's like, no, son, you're in Pocahontas, Arkansas. I was like, oh, fuck, because nobody gets out of a ticket in Arkansas, except for me. I'm pretty sure I'm still on their most wanted list out there. So that 15-minute rant's over. (laughs) yeah
1: that was about it and uh and he was ready to pay the fucking ticket and take it do his time and uh and shit and i said man i i've lived down here my entire life well we 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 drove down there after he got out the next morning got bailed out and we drove down there and i i said hey you know i said show me where you got arrested and we got there i said i told him i said you're you realize they arrested you in Missouri, right? Uh, it's, this ain't very far into Missouri. You're like thirty yards into, into Missouri, but you were in Missouri—not even that much. And, and uh, but anyway, yeah, we ended up printing off the uh, Google Maps, uh, printing off pictures off Google Google Maps, and taking them into uh, court, and
2: and got them out of it. And uh, oh, what was even great though—the cop. They had the cop ride right in where he arrested. Well, I crossed the creek, which put me closer to the Arkansas line. Well, where you he. still weren't up, in Arkansas, but it put you closer. No. Where he rode us in, we were on the other side of the creek where he. So where he arrested me you Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Granted, I could have still walked to the road and pissed on Arkansas, but I was in Missouri. So, yeah, I was found not guilty, and there was a whole row of. Arkansas Highway Patrol's jaws dropped, along with the prosecuting attorney. And my attorney said, you need to get the fuck out of here and get your asses back to Missouri. If you have any problems, call me. We both make money.
1: And and that we did. <laughs> Not make money, but we got the fuck out of Arkansas. So.
2: Yeah, we ran, what, close to 100 mile an hour all the way. Then as soon as I hit the Arkansas line, I dropped her down to 60 mile an hour. And boom, boom, look, like, why are you slowing down? I was like, I ain't going to make a little money. I'll pass the Missouri state line. I like, I'm going to slow it down over here.
0: <clears throat>
2: oh, trials of our youth. Hmm.
1: I'd take those to the trials of our adulthood.
2: Yeah. <laughs> They're cheaper. I'll guarantee yeah. you that.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh I never
2: made beg to differ, but
1: Jesus Christ, we passed up our fucking time last time. We're at three hours and 44 minutes now. Holy
2: shit. Holy fuck. I can't believe we got people actually watch this shit. I don't think anybody is at this point. But anybody that
1: goes back and watches this, thank you, thank you guys. But uh Yeah, uh, seriously though, thank you to all our, especially our patrons or anybody watching. uh, And listen to us ramble about this bullshit that we love. Um, But uh, we'll we'll be back in uh, two weeks to do it again. And uh, uh, it probably won't be any better.
2: (laughs) We'll figure it out between then. I think we got one we're going to review, don't we? I don't know. <laughs> we we
1: we rattled off several ideas during this, and I don't remember any, any of them now. Oh,
2: yeah, so, yeah. It's a, uh, Mr. Nanners kept hollering at us to do it. Remember? No. Uh, you gave the plug like 50 times on the first part of the show. I got to find my... Oh, hell, my notebook's <laughs> missing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here it is. Yeah, remember uh evil lurks. Um uh,
1: okay. we, no, let's no, do no, uh no. let's do evil uh Aaron Hawkins Evil Lurks and we'll do Ken Ace Brewer's uh uh like father, like daughter, which are both to be on Tubi.
0: And uh um, right, they're
1: both on Tubi.
0: Maybe we'll most likely be joining you guys for the next episode.
1: Yeah, we would love to have him on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. yeah.
0: Aaron
2: Aaron and Ken, great,
1: yeah.
3: Okay, like
2: father, like daughter, right? On, but yeah. Yep. Okay, I got to write that shit down or I'll never forget it. All right, got it. Like father, like daughter. Well, the great thing about us doing it the next few weeks, Code, I ain't got to get up and go to work. Yeah, you're on vacation, you prick. Yep, for the next three weeks. Oh, But then I go to a job where I get one week vacation for a year. But then after my first year, I get two weeks. Hey, but then after my first year, I get two weeks. And then I got to work five Mm. and I get three. Not as good as my old job, but I'll take it. Better money. Closer to one mind. copes. Yep. All
1: right. So, everybody, uh, next episode of Southern Takeover, tune in because uh, hopefully we'll have Ken Ace Brewer and Aaron Hawkins on uh, to talk about and do a little review on <laughs> their films. Uh, uh, like father like daughter and evil lurks so uh, tune in yeah. next time and thank, thanks so much for joining us and sticking if you've stuck with 3 hours and 47 minutes of this bullshit man I feel sorry for you
2: but Y'all thank you anyway yes mucho yep. grande
1: and, yeah. uh, check out all the other great shows on the rabbit and red radio network uh, check out the re uh, rebooted revamped uh, Rabbit and Red TV on rabbitandredradio.com. Hell yeah. Uh, be sure and slip on over to pure dot CBD and uh, for
2: yeah.
1: for all your CBD needs, uh, use code our network and save fifteen percent. Free shipping on all domestic orders over hundred dollars. Uh, how much better can you
2: get than that? Honestly, that's pretty damn good actually on that shit uh yeah oh uh
1: the uh hellvira special will happen sometime
0: it's gonna be in march that's not an updated one sorry about that all
1: right march the uh hellvira belated Valentine's day special speaking of which happy valentine's day everyone and uh Thanks for joining us. Uh, if we would had the foresight, we would have done some Valentine's movies on
2: this episode. But we didn't. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, all we have is foreskin. We don't have foresight. So... You'll have to I don't have foreskin. Us. No, I don't. I was... I'm not a creep.
1: <laughs> I had this shit sipped <laughs> off at birth. Uh, <laughs>
2: Poor bastard.
1: Anyway... Thank you all for joining us. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, and we'll see you in two weeks.